Welcome to Do The Right Film. My name is Thomas. My name is Sean. My name is Steve. And I'm Harvey Gladden. Alright, coming up on this episode, we have a review of Skyscraper. I know you guys have been waiting for that for a long time. Would you say it's highly anticipated? Stop. <laughs> highly? Because it's a skyscraper? Oh, hey! Oh. Hey, uh, yeah, that's uh, the new Dwayne du- du- The Rock Johnson <laughs> movie. Our, uh, our Lord and Savior in cinema these days. We got a topic coming up this week. We got a movie pass. We're going to be talking movie pass. It's in the news right now. Uh, we're just going to go over what we think about it, its future, and is it hurting or helping the theater going experience in the business? We have no we answers. We might. Yeah. We'll see what we because can do. Because we have no acclimate for business. Let's be talk. honest. And we, we don't know numbers. Yeah, I'm not a business I guy. Some, I some, I no, I mean, like, their numbers. Like, yeah, we don't know we don't their know, numbers. Like, right, but they got 3 million subscribers right now. But I'm talking that's about like, their profits and, like, their loss, their we'll, benefits. We'll, we'll get into how little we know later. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're uh, listening, thanks for tuning in once again. We have, uh, we have Instagram. Check us out on there. Facebook. Do the right film.com is our website and uh, leave us a review on iTunes. You know, you know, wait, wait this episode out. If you like it, leave a review. If you hate it, still leave a review. No, just leave a review based on what you've heard so far. Yeah. We'll take the constructive criticism as much as it hurts my, my fragile ego. Uh, other than that, we'll talk about some movies here. Um, but what, what's going on with you guys? How was your week? Who wants to go first? Tell me, tell me all about it. Sean, how was your week? You never go first. Um, this week I was a lazy piece of shit. I kind of was too. I well, I wanted to skate like every night, but didn't. Went home. Um, taking care of two cats. Uh, <laughs> it's getting uh, hard, you know. You got to feed what? both. What? I mean, I have two cats, but I mean, I show them a lot of love and attention. I don't know what you do. Uh, I fucking cuddle. It's like on. a day job almost. I, I I think you're doing it wrong. Cats Maybe. are literally easier than plants. <laughs> Damn. My cats are little bastards. So we can't have a plant in the house without them fucking it up. Like, to the point where I just put plants in the sink now. That's just where they go. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so you go to your house and just, like, plants yeah. just chilling? People think there's, like, mold growing. <laughs> the plants are... I haven't done dishes in so long. There's trees fucking growing. Trees <laughs> growing out of the fucking yeah. sink. So that's basically what I was doing. Just hanging out with the cats. Um, just chilling at home and doing homely things. Watch, I watched a ton of movies, though. Did not watch the one that you assigned me, funny enough. Did Jesus not watch it. Christ. It's a stand I'm taking against documentaries. It's my protest. No. That, <laughs> we, need, we need to show docs more love. No, I'm just kidding. No, actually, um, I didn't have enough time. I had these other movies on the list to have to get through. Wow. <laughs> you, you do realize that when you lose this movie, it, it jumps in also, front of all those. Also, I forgot who lost the game. That's the real truth. And I, to, to second, I completely forgot. I thought I lost at one See, point, and I was like met, super paranoid. Remind, we just need a group chat for a reminder. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. And that's that. But yeah, that, any, that was any uh, diehard listeners out there, keep score of this because we're bad at it. Yeah, we can't remember. Can never remember. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, what, what about you, Steve? How's everything? How's how's the it, wife and kids? Uh, they're fine. Uh, I mean. That's what I'm assuming when I walked out of them a year ago. I think they're <laughs> fine. Uh, but who knows, you know, at this point. 
typical Dominican Keeping guy. Keeping up on the Alamo. Whoa, oh <laughs> damn, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Shock value, guys. I didn't mean it. Uh, yeah, man, a lot of things been going on. Uh, been working a lot, revving up for uh, some more shoots coming up next week. A lot of production Sorry. stuff. I feel and like then, you say that every week. Been working a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the thing, and I really can't talk about a lot of projects sometimes just because they're under wraps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, put that uh, on your gravestone. What I work a lot. Been working a lot. Been working a lot. <laughs> right, I mean, right under, I could go for a burger. No, I mean, hey, I'm probably gonna grab one tonight. Jesus. But I, this is something I really just want to bring out right now uh, onto the table, or actually into this glass. And uh, what is happening? Show and tell. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. Of show All right, so Steve has Nobody pulled out a, a. Steve's a got backpack. props. Back. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Look at this. I just want to really just bring this out here, and I just want to. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Okay, um, so last week there had yeah. been a reported um, drought of Coke Zero. Oh yeah, just, now, just wait, uh, Tom, 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 just wait, just wait. This is that? not good for the the podcast. All right, continue. So there's a, a Coke Zero drought here in New York, and uh, why is that? I don't know. Harvey explained it to us. And Harvey now, was really just like Harvey down, hasn't down, taken down, his down eyes. the dumps. Yeah, Harvey hasn't taken his eyes off. The I feel glass. like this is this is very disrespectful. I can't tell if it's disrespectful or wait. Why do you guys drink Coke Zero, not regular Coke? Because zero sugar, bro. It has zero sugar, zero, zero sugar. calories, so? and it tastes better. It, it tastes better. I, well, I wouldn't, yeah, go that I wouldn't far. say it tastes better. It tastes different. Listen, Slightly. No, I'm trying to get that Coke Zero money right now. I'm just like, it tastes better. I want us to yeah, get I a mean, sponsor. I don't know. I'm, I don't really like Coke at all, anyways. Mm. Oh. This is one of the weirdest things we've ever done on the podcast, but um, thanks yeah. for sharing. Do yeah. the right beverage. Yeah, so I just wanted to put that out there. That's what I really wanted to get out okay. during the week. Highlight. Is this communal Coke Zero? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, so Harvey, if you'd like to partake. I mean, I'm going to partake. Regardless. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coke Zero Poppy is back in business. How about how about you, Coke Zero Poppy? How's your week? Um, it was pretty good. It's um, a whole lot better now, right? Yeah. It's a lot better with Coke Zero. Everything's better with Coke Zero. Um, I just worked pretty much. Nothing exciting really happened. Um, yeah, that's just about it. Um, I didn't get to watch a ton of stuff. Um, Did you watch the big game? The big game? Yeah, I mean, I know that that's what everyone's talking about right now. Basketball? Uh, no, no. Uh, soccer, football. Soccer. Yeah. Football. Football? Uh, after uh, their devastating loss this past w- Wednesday? No, uh, are you talking about England? Yeah, England. Uh, so I don't watch sports, and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just this is all just like me just passing by pubs or just bars in general, and people just cheering, dude. Yeah, and yelling. I can hear that shit I, through my car. I like uh, I like the World Cup because um, Carlsberg is always like on sale at bars during the World Cup, and I like Carlsberg a lot, and they'll sell it for like okay. super cheap because like, it's how, like how cheap we're talking. Wait, know, like, wait, where's that beer from? It's um, Australia? it's no, it's European. It's a European beer. Yeah, but why, like if say there's a match going on between Brazil and Mexico, why are they selling an, a European beer? I don't know. Maybe Carlsberg is always like the beer of the fucking World Cup for some reason. I have no weird. idea why. Very weird. Maybe they got that contract. Imagine playing that team. Like you can't drink their fucking beer. You know. I mean, I think you can. You just can't tell anyone. Literally, because I heard you might get kicked off. So I just don't understand. I don't know, but uh. Yeah, this is a pretty low-key week. Um, yeah, it was it was very hot, I think. <laughs> that you think? Yeah, <laughs> I remember it being pretty hot. Um, it, it was. I was... Uh, it's hot today. 
I'm not digging what's happening in New York right now. Trains are, you know, like usual, fucking up, and you know it's getting hot, and I can't. I don't know. I kind of just want to work from home. I just want to like sit in my AC. I got one of these nice little AC units and just like chill there and not move when it's hot. I do that sometimes. It's, it's nice. Um, I get a lot, a lot done at home. That's the, isn't that the weirdest feeling? Like because I feel like I get a lot more work done at home as well. I don't really. Yeah. Too many distractions, bro. Yeah. Just buckle down. You yeah. Got access to everything. I'm more distracted at work, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. I guess. I'm just thinking about like, man, when when can, when can I leave? <laughs> I'm just like the at home. I'm thinking about right? like, man, what can I masturbate to? Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's very oh, weird. Man, yeah. <laughs> I felt if that. This Looked is too. your first time tuning in. We're not always like this. Yeah, we're yeah. not. Also, my like, I don't even know why I said something like that with my girlfriend. I think we room. are though. Yeah, I think we are. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. They don't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if it is your first time, don't don't worry. go back. Don't worry. There's there's uh, no more of this from here on out. We're gonna be talking movies, right? Sure. All right, let's do Just it. Just not the movie that you were on Sean last week. Yeah. I, unfortunately, Sean has <clears throat> just literally disrespected the word of law and do the right film and skipped watching the movie I signed in, which is cartel land, a fantastic documentary that I forgot, forgot. Fantastic. Well, you should always know like someone lost and you should assess whether or not it was you. And if it was, you watch the movie. That's how it works. Yeah. That's true. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, the the guide. Does anybody owe movies for Christ's sake? You owe one too. It's like, you owe two now. This reminds me of in school when the like the, the teacher is really like nice. I'm not, and she's like, "Oh yeah, the the book report from three weeks ago. Do you want to present it now? Yeah, the rest of class already did it, did but, it but you but can, you can, yeah." And you're sitting there, you're like, "Oh, I guess I'll do it." And it's like completely half-assed. You're like, uh, "And everyone's thanks, looking. Jimmy. You can sit back down, you fucking piece of shit." All right, <sighs> who wants to talk movies? Who's got one? Oh, uh, I got half of one. Does that count? I'm so sorry if this is your... Actually, here's what This is like do. the first... This is the worst first episode, episode I want to you to start. Go, I want you to go back to some good episodes. I got two movies, so... You got... All right. Well, I'm just going to give my initial thoughts on... And I'll give my full review next week because I need to finish it today. I don't want to hear initial thoughts. What? Really? No. Wanna hear you want to hear like... You want to hear it all at once? I don't want to hear initial thoughts. All right. Well, what the fuck I guess you are going to leave us on a cliffhanger for Yeah, I mean, review? that's how... Well, first of all, that's how a lot of great shows work. That's how you pull back in. They're like, oh, next week, man. I really want to hear his thoughts. I don't think so. I think they're going to see right through your Sean, since facade. You're not going to remember that. No. <laughs> that one thing. Sean, since you uh, lost the game but didn't watch the movie, do you have another movie you want to talk about? Um, Yes. I believe you mentioned one last week. The Endless? Yeah, I watched The Endless. I'll briefly talk about it since it's about like two and a half weeks from movie. I thought you said The Endless. Which the I was the like, Endless. Yeah. Not really what um, directed by Benson Moorhead, who... Well known from Spring, one of my favorite movies of all time. They actually they're the stars of this movie. They play brothers who escaped a UFO death cult when they're like in their late teens or something like that. Now they're living simple lives. They're one of the brothers kinda is nostalgic about the cult that they were once in and convinces uh the other brother to go visit it just for old time's sake, which is odd. It's an interesting story, it's a weird concept. And uh, I like the concept of a UFO death cult. I've never seen something like that or ever heard of anything like that exist in the real world. Um, 
What did they believe? They, it's it's a uh, it's a gray area with that actually in the movie, um, and most of it will be spoilers if I mention it to be honest. So basically, they go back to this uh, camp somewhere in California, kind of like the desert part of California. Um, they go back to this camp and they soon find out things are not what it seems. It's not what they remembered. People are odd. Things are happening. They can't quite explain. They're trying to exp- they're trying to navigate throughout the these couple days with all these weird occurrences happening um i think this is in the trailer so i'll briefly mention it um there are some time loops that people are stuck in in this camp and they have to unsolve or solve this kind of mystery of what's going on in camp while dealing with their own um, relationship as brothers and it's a very weird and odd story and it's a it's a movie that you'll be thinking about days after you watch it. I've been still thinking about it. I can't quite understand what happened in the end. I don't have any answers, to be honest. There is something where it's a huge cliffhanger. Um, very ambiguous. I don't think the brothers even have a, an answer for it as well. But uh, I would highly recommend this movie. The one thing that I would say in comparison to Spring... Spring, I feel like, is a well-rounded movie. Um I would also I should mention this movie looks a little bit better than Spring and they, it seems like they had more money. Mm. Um they probably cut costs by acting in the lead roles, but um yeah, this movie it, I feel like it's missing something that Spring had. I don't I'm not sure if it's the romance element or the relationship element in both films or just something about the plot seems missing and I want it a little bit more something a bit more compelling but the ending actually got me over and it was really well done i like the movie a lot uh give it a four out of five the endless check it out it's on uh, amazon rent for four dollars everybody should uh four whole dollars four whole dollars i don't know about that yeah uh other film i watched was i went to nighthawk this week to see a special screening of a 1971 danish or not danish flemish a uh, lesbian horror vampire movie called <laughs> damn uh called daughters of darkness and they had uh this person oh before i went i was waiting for my girlfriend outside the theater mentioned it to steve yesterday and i see this guy walking by me i'm like huh, that guy looks familiar i just don't know who it is but he looks familiar as he's walking i'm like holy shit that's steve's dad oh. <laughs> <laughs> And so I, he looked like a tourist, right? Yeah, he was like walking around like he was like touring around. Like he was like lost a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking towards the water aimlessly. <clears throat> Sounds like him. Yeah. But um So yeah, I went in uh they had a pre- uh, someone present in the movie. I believe his name was Joe Bob or Bob Joe, something like that. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like one of the first reviewers of this movie in the 70s and he's well known as a film critic and he does like um a talk show called The Last Drive-In or something like that. I don't know if you guys know it. That sounds familiar. Yeah, he's well-known in that realm of, like, critics, um, reviews and things like that. So he was presenting a movie, giving around all these facts about the movie. Some interesting stuff to, to note about the movie that he was uh, in his story and his speech. was pretty cool. Um, the movie is, a like I mentioned, uh, from it's like a co-produced Canadian-Danish movie. But they speak English in the movie to appeal to every audience around that time in the 70s. And the movie is about two vampires, one a countess, one her assistant. And they're in this very, um, this neighboring town next to Bruges. And they're just torn around, living their lives with vampires. And you see this young, newly married couple 
they have their eyes on, they basically want to um, transform them. And they're just hanging around this town, this like grand hotel with the couple. And there's some tension between them because uh, the husband is kind of like a douche. He's kind of a wife beater. He beats his wife with a belt in one of the scenes. And the movie is kind of odd because it's like, I don't think, I don't know if the director had an idea that he wanted to make the movie campy or serious, but there's a definite line in the movie where it goes between both. Like, for example, uh, Evil Dead. It's a very campy movie. It's not really meant to be taken completely serious. But this movie, there there's one half of the movie where it's, it builds like a, a vampire mystery story slash horror comedy and it's odd it's a very odd story but it is a movie that's entertaining to watch it was a good experience um there are some wacky things that happened like early 1970s horror wacky shit i don't want to give things away there's some really good clips on youtube of it if you want to look into it um the actress that plays the uh that plays the uh the countess the countess she's she's in this movie called uh fuck it it's called like this the discreet something of the uh bourgeoisie have you ever seen that movie no oh. she uh she's done a ton of movies um there's some really good uh full frontal stuff in this movie nice. if you're into that stuff there's a lot of boobs 19 1970s lesbian boobs lesbian, ac- boobs. Or lesbian action going on <laughs> um they don't really shy away with too much stuff in the early 70s with horror movies from europe especially from that part of europe Dang your fuck yeah, there's some uh, interesting uh, interesting things that happen outside the movie. The one of the lead actresses was slapped by the director. The fuck. And the really? male actor was supposed to do a nude scene. He had a nude scene coming up, and uh, he goes to the actress and she's like, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> and she's like, "The director just slapped me." So he runs to the director fully nude and punches him in the face. Dude, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is, I read up a lot on this movie in the process of making it. it was a How do you feel experience. like one of your actors just like charging at you and you're like I'm surprised very nobody obscure, did that like, to Tommy Wiseau? I don't know. I would have uh, decked that dude. I would say if you are into this vampire love stories slash lesbian 1970s horror movies, check it out. It was a cool experience. Um, it was actually the first movie where I had to pay an upcharge to see it with my movie pass. Oh, really? Because it was a special screen, whereas movie pass wouldn't let you watch these movies in the past. They let you now, but they only give you like a thirteen dollar maximum. Uh, so if a movie's like sixteen dollars, you pay the extra three, which I did. Like if the theater is selling for sixteen, how do you how do they just charge like, just like, just like, the extra three? three. Yeah, yeah. So if it's a special screen and movie pass doesn't really facilitate it, uh, you pay the theater actual cash or card the fuck yeah the theater's like all right you owe me three more dollars it's, know? well it's kind of cool because like like i said in the past movie pass just didn't let you watch these movies it wasn't so on you can do with like imax and shit yeah so you'll pay the theater whatever so the price just, is just a discounted price basically yeah Honestly, well yeah, movie pass like covers that. like 13 dollars yeah. of the rate so for every every movie or no, just if these it, specific, specific oh, okay. yeah okay, cool. so yeah i paid three dollars um that's not bad actually yeah i was kind of upset i felt bad for being upset I was so cheap. I was like, $3? Like, and then I thought about it. I was like, fuck it, I'll see it. <laughs> I guess I'll spend the money. Spoiled. Um, we'll, we'll talk about Movie Pass later. But. Well, then I watched um, a French movie called Four Lovers. I believe it was made in 2010. doesn't really have any actors that I don't think, I don't think uh, I've recognized in other films before. Was it good? Um, my girlfriend liked it a lot. It's uh, Four Lovers is a mo- French movie about these two couples who are kind of like swapping each other. Um, the hu- 
<laughs> there's a lot of wives swapping in this movie. Oh, I thought this was like everyone just swaps. Like, no, there's no, like the dudes don't swap, unfortunately. Oh. I thought there was going to be a scene where the dudes swap. Fortunately, there wasn't. Um, swapping each other very seamlessly. Like, they don't have a conversation about, like, maybe we should do this. No, Wait, they just had a happy few? Huh? You mean happy few? Is this happy few? No, he said four lovers. Four lovers. Yeah, but is it? It doesn't have an alternative title, happy few? I don't I'm know. Check this right. out. Maybe in French, there's a title. But, uh, yeah. Uh, they swap each other. The There's some j- mild jealousy aspects to the movie that's kind of uh, underhanded in a way. I do think that the movie suffers from not really focus on one couple evenly. I don't know. My girlfriend's explained to me that she did feel like it was, and I don't think it was. So, I don't know. I, I wish there was more in that regard. So, I just wish I felt like some sympathy towards the end for either couple, which I didn't. Uh, but it is an interesting movie in that the way that they portray swap in couples to where like this part, maybe in France, it's so simple for them to do so. There's no conversation that goes into like, maybe we should like, uh, you know, ask this couple. I saw this shit. Yeah, it, it is. It's this. called, yeah. uh, it is Happy Few oh. alternate uh, title. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I saw this. Um. Yeah. I did not like it. Uh. I enjoyed it a bit. I would give it a three and a half out of five. Did I give uh, fathers or daughters of darkness a rating? No, you said mm-hmm. you liked it. No, you just said I you liked, liked it. it. So yeah, I give it a three. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I feel like I watched something else. Man, you got endless four lovers. I guess that's it. Uh, that's it for me. Anybody cool. Else? Yeah. Uh, I can go next. Word. Um. I watched a movie that um, was very strange, and um, I think when it came out, people were very confused by it, and some people were even upset by it, I think, because of the premise and how silly it looks. It's a Happy Death Day, um, Word. directed by Christopher B. Landon. It's a uh, Blumhouse production. Here's the synopsis. A college student re- relives the day over... Wait, I'm sorry. I can't see a college student, <laughs> a college student relives the day of her murder over and over again as she tries to discover her killer's identity. Um, stars Jessica Roth and a bunch of people that I've never really seen before. Um, so yeah, it's basically Groundhog Day meets horror, uh, meets like a slasher film. Um, so maybe Groundhog Day meets uh, Scream. I think that's a accurate um, formula. It's an interesting movie. It um, it 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 functions exactly the same as Groundhog Day. Um, she relives every day over and over again. Even if she falls asleep, actually, she oh shit, that might be a spoiler. But um, she uh gets killed at the end of every day, and she, don't, she starts. Don't, to, I'm gonna watch this. Don't tell me too much. Okay. She uh yeah. So she gets killed at the end of every day, and then she realizes that obviously through like the emotional stress and the uh. And everything she goes through, that she has to solve her murder in order to stop in, in order to stop reliving this day, and so um, the movie um, has a bit of a bit of comedy in it. I think that's obvious from the uh, the premise. Um, it tries to teeter that line between uh, being a horror and a comedy. I think it's not very successful as as like some uh, horror comedies I've seen in the past, like. Um, uh, what's that movie called? Like Housebound. Housebound's a great horror comedy that I really like. Um, Did you get tired of the Fifty Cent song? 
No, that that that's actually not in the movie at oh, all. It's not. No. It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. It's not in the movie. What song did he use? It's just. It's a like a, no. It's like a yeah. It's like a ringtone. It's lame. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I realized that like, like the second time she woke up and I was like, oh shit, where's Fifty Cent? Yeah, and we I had enough money to cover the trailer. That's probably what it is, yeah. or something like that. It's expensive. Um, but that's weird, and I think uh, like. It being a Fifty Cent song added some sort of comedy to it. I think it's just funny to yeah. see. Yeah, it's like funny in that situation, and and the song they use is just some bullshit ringtone. Um, things like that. They 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 skimp like in scares and in comedy a, a lot throughout this movie. It's not it's not uh very funny and it's not very scary. And I think that's the problem with it. It doesn't um it tries to do both these things, but it doesn't do either of them um very well. In any way, I thought I was going to enjoy this a lot more than I did because it was getting like some pretty good reviews, like some surprising reviews. Um, but um, yeah, there's um, she's in a sorority, so we get to see a lot of time spent with like her and their like bitchy sorority. They're like really mean girls and stuff like that. And um, she she relives the same day, obviously, over and over again, and we get to see her interactions with her sorority friends and how they change over time and over the time of her like living this this day over and over again she starts to you know obviously uh come to terms with with who she is and uh and and her perception of herself changes and stuff like that i thought that was an interesting um thing they did um it was very different from from what i expected it got a little bit more um it got a little bit deeper than what i was anticipating for this movie but yeah the the basics just weren't there for this movie. I think um, the things that it really needed to succeed at was being funny and offering like some few jump scares. I think, but it it never really gets uh, particularly scary or um, even have a ton of jump, tr- like traditional jump scares at all. Um, it gets to the point where it's like a little bit too silly and a little bit too lighthearted for me. Um, there's not a lot of gore in it which I was very disappointed by the murders and the, uh, like the action, uh, like, uh, preceding the murders. They, it seems a bit, uh, just watered down and, um, it, it, it doesn't. It seems function. like a lot of negatives, man. It, it, I, I didn't really like this movie. It, it, it didn't function as a horror movie and I don't think it offers enough comedy to truly be a, a comedy or a, a funny movie. Um, I may have gotten like one chuckle out of it, um, <laughs> just a simple. <laughs> yeah, and at no point, where, I don't know. I watch a lot of horror, so there's no point that I was like, um, I don't know, this is kind of creepy or this is uh, unsettling in any way. It's just uh, okay. I'll, it's, uh, it's not far enough on in either direction. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Jessica Roth though in this, which is weird. Like. Um, I haven't seen her in a ton of stuff, but I don't know. She's been okay in the stuff I've seen her in. I think she, I think she uh, plays this character pretty well. Uh, what, what have I seen her in? She just, I'm trying. She she reminds me like, what's her face? The other actress that's married to uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Lucy Liu. <laughs> you say Lucy Liu? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> uh, Blake, Blake Lively. Lively. Yeah, yeah okay. she kind of oh, looks she like, does look like Yeah, her, she yeah. is. Yeah. She she always reminds me of her. I'm just curious. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I've seen her in other shit, right? Um, there's a movie called Parallels. I think I talked about it on the podcast actually. Um, but yeah, she's in that. Uh, that's probably the first thing I saw her. She's in La La Land briefly. 
Oh, um, yeah, she's the roommate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Death Day looks horrible, but then it got a lot of... Uh, a lot of great reviews and stuff. So I, I thought that maybe I would actually like it, but it actually turns out I did not like it. Um, I'll probably give it a two out of five. Um, nice, nice. I, I don't think it's worth a rewatch. It doesn't offer anything for a horror fan or even, I don't know, a person that wants to see like a, a comedy so, either. How so. about someone who has like a morbid curiosity? Just to see, Would you recommend it just for them to check it the, out or the, no? I don't think so because the deaths aren't even interesting at all. And like, I think they could have really played played with that a lot to at least make it interesting and make it kind of gory or exciting or something like that. Um, but yeah, there's no gore and there's, there's no interesting deaths or cool deaths or anything like that. It's just her dying bo- like in a boring way every time. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I need more exciting yeah. death. Um, but yeah. I also want to see uh, Truth or Dare. I, yeah, I want to see that too. Um, I was going to watch that actually. I was It was between these two, but I figured I'd watch Happy Death Day since that came out before. Mm-hmm. That's a, have you ever seen Unfriended? I did see Unfriended. Um, That's cool. I, I kind of liked it actually. It's weird because um, T.J. Miller wanted to make a movie like that like a really long time ago, and then yeah, uh, I remember this. And then Unfriended school just because like you're only watching everything through Facebook. Yeah, that's it. That's true. Yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. Um, yeah, Any I yet? think I think uh, I'd like to see more stuff like that. Remember they we they talked just uh, made a sequel, I believe. Oh, for, yeah. For what? Unfriended. Uh, yeah. Uh, t- we talked about... I'm not going to lie. Like, I hate to use this, but that shit looks kind of dumb to me. Unfriended? Yeah, it just doesn't I mean, look... For I me, mean, I, think, I think it was very well yeah, done. I think I the think trailer so so- sells it as like a mouth burrito horror movie, but it's not. I think it was very smart. Yeah, uh, that, that's the thing. It's like one of those... <laughs> like I saw the trailer and I wasn't a big fan. We talked about um, like a Snapchat horror movie one time. I think that'd be cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember that. Like, we, uh, what's that one that we watched? Uh, uh, I don't know ABCs watched of Death. No, the other one where it's just through Skype. Through Skype. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that. One. Skyping. Yeah. The yeah. Skypening. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Mm. The Skypening. Yeah. Is that what we call it? <laughs> Skypening. Now that there's that John Cho movie coming out, called shot dropped. in the same way. Yeah. It's like, uh, the I feel like I definitely it started unfriended, kind of brought this trend forward. And it's just gonna we're gonna see movies just kind of mimic it or try to put their own. To- it's like the it's the equivalent of uh, found footage. Found footage. It, yeah, it's, it's like I mean, the it evolution. Is found, it, yeah, yeah, it, it is it. found footage, but it's like the evolution. Like, oh, how can we make it more modern? Damn, that's a good topic. Evolution of found footage. Uh, write that shit down. TM. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Who wants to go next? Did you have two movies? No, I just watched Happy Steve. Death Day. I think only had that. I already told uh, Harvey doesn't want to hear my initial impressions. Oh, so that. you have nothing? Yeah, that was the, that was the only movie I was trying to see, and no one wants to oh, hear shit. my impressions. Can we uh, see? Yeah, so Happy Death Day Two is coming out. Oh, nice! nice. Uh, see the thing; she's going to be in it again. Um, Chill, spoilers. Spo- How about a spoiler? She lives. <laughs> that is kind of a spoiler. I mean, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> the franchise spoils itself. I don't know. I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, so Steve, nothing, huh? <laughs> he just said at least that. Drop yeah, the, just at least drop the name of the movie. Uh, Green Room. Oh, oh, fuck. God damn it. You didn't finish it. What a jerk. I'm gonna, pause. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna pause. S- go finish it. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to say, though, I fucking, I, I really, I'm really digging it so far. That's as much as I'll say. I love, uh, like, Harvey, I always, Harvey mentioned something because he was kind of, like, loosely watching it. He was walking back and forth. 
when I was like watching the living room. And he brought something up when I was like watching a particular scene and I and I definitely agree, like the music and I think just their performances on stage just seem really kind of like true to life, like an like actual band. Did you get to the arm part yet? Mm, I, was, no, I was on that. Not. I was like uh, right there. And then I had to shut it off. That's where shit yeah. hits the fan, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. The music is really good in that movie, though. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. I love the way it's shot so far. Like the first like five minutes like hooked me in. See, the problem is when I watch these movies, people come over. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I can't fucking finish yeah. this at all. Coolest Patrick Stewart role. You know, I just tried to watch it, Silence. It, like, it's like the a, weirdest role. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so strange that he even you agreed still to do it. Finished Silence? No, I was gonna say like I already, I tried it again for the fourth oh, yeah? time, and I like I'm in the first like 20 minutes, and then people come over, and I'm like, well, Dude, fuck, I'll, I can't I'll, finish I'll, this. I would re- rewatch that movie. I'm like cursed. I don't think I'm ever gonna finish that yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, you got anything, Tom? Yeah, I got a couple movies. One's a very old movie I never seen. Ooh. Uh, the uh the other one's in theaters now, so um, I'll prioritize that one. But real quick, I um using the Taste app, it recommends me like films from the '90s that somehow I skipped because uh you know I'm dumb. I skip. You were too busy running around naked outside. Yeah, just doing crazy shit. You know, it's like you can only watch so many movies, and uh, I've watched more movies now than I ever have. So um, I watched Seven. You guys are familiar with this movie? Never saw seven. Seven? Actually, you've never seen seven? No. Damn. The fuck? So you've Dude, never... that was like, I thought you were this, just like, rewatching isn't it. Isn't that response getting a little so old? So, what about when you, what do you do, what would you do when you would see, like, what's in the box memes and stuff? Uh, I don't believe I've ever seen those memes. No, you've never seen what's in the box. What's in but, the when box? Someone, but when someone said, like, what's in the box and they use that, they don't, reference that, you never got it? Don't. If I if I heard it, I didn't know it was a reference. I, like, I don't know. I've heard that reference before in my life, so I know you've heard it. Yeah, I've heard sure. it <laughs> Very cool. a lot. I don't I know. Feel like, I think we've actually at least one of us has said it. <laughs> that scene, holy shit! All right, so, so what you think. all right, so seven. Uh, David Fincher. I don't know. You guys know what this movie is, right? I'm the only fucking idiot on the universe who hasn't seen it. I, mean, I won't call you an idiot, <laughs> um, but you know. oh, Taffy hasn't seen my, it either. My mom has seen it. My mom doesn't watch any movies. Damn, <laughs> you're still watching Kevin Spacey movies, huh? Well, you got to think of it this way, right? <laughs> I forgot about when my that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know who's in it. Um, I didn't look at the credits. Uh, so here's yeah, the deal, right? <laughs> it's it came out when I was five years old, so you have to assume that I would have to go back in my adult years and track it down. So there's no like guarantee Wait, that it I was could like go on back. TV a lot. Well, I, I didn't watch the first, TV, dude. The, the I first fucking time disconnected. I saw it was on HBO. I disconnected cable in my room oh, since God, I was like thirteen. Man. You didn't have the I legal was, box. I was pre. No, no I hated cable. I just fucking like. Nothing but bullshit. I didn't want to watch. I want to watch what I want right now. I don't want them to choose for me. So that's why I never watched cable. That's why I love Netflix. And that's how I found like some that. great movies as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I've watched some movies that way, but eventually I just outgrew it and didn't yeah. want any part of it. I um, think when I was 13, that's when I started torrenting. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just I like DVDs. So, yeah. Uh, so I watched seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Uh, this is the best review ever. <laughs> yeah. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Kevin Spacey apparently is in it. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, is that a spoiler? It's a spoiler. No, it's not, but it's just so funny that you like just say it so like... All right, I will say this. This movie, so the synopsis is two detectives, a rookie and a veteran, hunt a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as his motives. Uh, yeah, so right off the bat, this is pretty much a five-star movie. Um... 
the third act had me like I was watching it with these headphones on, so I was like very immersed, and um, I like had to take them off for a sec because I was like that like tense. Wait, so why? Uh, I I want to know why you decided to watch this movie. I just said it. Taste will go. Oh, will, so you actually just you like you'll take its recommendations? Yeah, well, okay. because it'll say Netflix. It'll have a Netflix section, so it'll go and rate like by how much percentage it matches with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can uh, filter it by Netflix, Amazon, whatnot. So this is pretty high on the Netflix section. So I was like chipping away at like older movies I haven't seen. Yeah, that's the story. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, this movie's like fucking amazing. And I was like so fucking on the edge of my seat. The third act, you know, it's so the the first two acts are very noir. Um, and it's, you know, these two detectives and they're, they're, the scenes are pretty slow and quiet and everything's lit very dark. And the way that they, they made this movie look, it, it feels like a, a post-apocalyptic dystopia in LA, but it's not, it's actually New just York, modern. Isn't it? No, it's LA. Right? No, it's New York, isn't it? No, I think it was New York. Yeah, what? It's New York. I could have swore there was something. Dude, they were in the, the, the it desert. Was, it was raining fucking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's New no, York. No, they drove they, into the desert. They did, they did go to the desert. Yeah, towards the end. But what? They drove out of New York into the... I always thought it was New York. Maybe I'm wrong. It looks no. like New York for sure. It does because it's all gritty and, and gray, but I think it's a, a fucked up Los Angeles. I think it's not either of them. I think it's like a fictional city. It's yeah, it kind of city. is like that, but it, it's it's set in like real time. Like you don't feel like it's like a screenplay was influenced by New York, but the principal photography was take took uh, took place in LA. I don't know if that answers your question. I mean, the the desert gives it away. I mean, they drive out of the city into the desert immediately, so it's got to be out west. Um. Anyways, I don't want to talk too much about this movie. I would say if you like me, have skipped it. For I don't know, not I wouldn't say I skipped it. I just never got around to it. I would say watch it immediately on Netflix. It's uh it's fucking intense. It's one of the most thrilling uh, third acts ever. Like, what I mean by thrill, I don't mean like there's a lot of action and things going on on screen. Just slow, tense moments where I was like, I almost threw my headphones off because I was just like. I can't deal with this right now. I'm tense. And, uh, yeah. That's what exactly what he said. Can't do this, Reggie. Can't do this. Dude, I was alone in my office with the door shut. It was, like, completely black in there except for the screen. There's a little window and some shimmering light in there. Damn. It, there's a lot of, like, crazy, like, body horror in it, too. Like, little tiny elements of horror i remember this movie came out when i was young and i kind of and, and i avoided it for a bit because i wasn't really into you body fucking horror. four years old what do you mean you, you avoid like it? no like as i got older like you know people talked right. about it and oh. i just yeah and, I, and you know when i was a teenager you're, i wasn't into body horror three and stuff. three and a half year old self was like yeah i'm gonna wait for it to come out on dvd yeah blu-ray <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah i don't know uh five stars what else is new it's a very very popular movie very well known, critically acclaimed. Uh, but let's talk about movies that are uh, in theaters now. Um, this is one that's been going around. I believe it was at a festival. Is it Sundance? Maybe. It's uh, Sorry to Bother You. Oh, I, wish, I heard about this. Yeah, I wish you guys went with me for this one. This would be a good one to do as a group. Uh, so this is a director and writer, Boots Riley. And I was starring uh, Lakeith. Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, mm-hmm. Jermaine Fowler, uh, Terry Crews is in this briefly as well. Uh, we have Danny Glover. 
is in this, which is great. And uh, Steven Yoon from uh, Walking Dead. So quite a strange cast. Army Hammer, right. Oh, yeah. This is a fucking wild cast. It's, it kind of makes no sense. So the synopsis is, in an alternative present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer Cassius Green delivers a magical key to a professional success, propelling him into the... How do you, how do you pronounce this word? I feel dumb. Macabre? Universe. What? What's the word? Can we cut this out from my lack <laughs> <No>. of... <laughs> this is good. No, it's not. Because I feel like I've heard this word before. Now, now I want to hear how it's pronounced. Macabre. Okay, I was like, what Macabre. happened? Macabre. That one. Dude, we have to keep in you doubting yourself. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to fucking get called out before I call myself out. Anyways, this movie yes. is a, a sleeper comedic 2018 get out um in the sense that it's like this dystopian future that is kind of like a a social commentary on the state of things in certain parts of capitalism and just overall like work labor and everything and uh the trailers you've probably seen them right where he's uh he's putting on his white voice yeah, and I've I've David had someone Cross? ask me about is it David Cross? Yeah, that's David. It Cross sounds like voice. David Cross, yeah. But it's uh it's David Cross, uh, basically. So in the trailer, um, Danny Glover, you may know him from all twenty Lethal Weapons. He uh he's trying to give him some pointers, which Cash is Green, which is a funny name. Sound it's spelled C A S S I U S. Yeah, Cashes, but it Cash is Green. So every time he says it, you think he's like selling you some product or some shit. It's weird. Um, he he's having a hard time. He doesn't know how to do this telemarketing shit. And uh, Danny Glover, it's like you just gotta use your white voice. And then hey, this I is like- Langston from. <laughs> yeah, so he does his white voice, and he he becomes very successful. Um, he he keeps being teased by the uh, the management that if he keeps up the good work, he'll become a power caller. And a power caller, you take a secret golden elevator with, like, really high security access uh, up to the top of the building where you can, like, you can sell real shit, you know? Like, that's where you get, like, fucking... Big bucks. Yeah, that's where the crazy salary is. And there's also this thing going on um, in in this dystopian future that's... it's It's this thing he's kind of, like selling stuff for and it's exploiting people but it's like you know it's it's shit you've seen in like rick and morty and stuff but what's the name of it of the uh taps i'm talking to taffy here what's the name of the the wealthy or the the labor union that they create where you just get paid in like resources i can't remember the name of it but there's this thing new like economic like stimulus now that we're you work, and then you can just live on site, and they give you everything you need. So it's like high-concept communism. Mm-hmm. Like it's like in um, Idiocracy. Weren't they, be, weren't they paid in like some kind of electrolytes drink? Maybe, Something yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what they were feeding the crops. Yeah. Electro, like, but this is like a new shit. way to reform the economy, you know? It, but it's basically like, like dystopian communism. Or it's utopian, but dystopian. It seems like a utopia, but obviously you can elude, you know, from the 
the bottom of your heart that that's not a good thing, right? So the movie takes these turns, and um, it becomes nothing like I thought. So everyone who saw the trailer, and then I told them I saw this movie, and they're like, oh, that's the movie about the, uh, it's about uh, changing your voice to be white. And I'm like, is that really all the trailer reveals? And it kind of does. The, the trailer yeah. really doesn't tell you shit about what's going on. It's and look, I, it looks and I insane. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love trailers like that because if they had given any of that stuff away, this movie wouldn't have hit home. And I got to tell you, this is the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. Like, Damn. I was fucking... It was packed house and just, uh, just fucking hilarity. Like, I was actually um laughing after the scene ended you know and Damn. and it was still quiet and i was just like i can't stop laughing so that's uh that's quite a praise I, I don't really laugh in theaters that much um you guys should really see this it's fun we should go see it together and just laugh laugh it, as a group yeah dude we can get get so our let's go check it out tonight man let's do it well i don't know about tonight yeah, let's go um it's uh so like yeah it's like get out you know get out had, had its comedy right yeah, but it overall is a very serious, you know, thriller horror, kind of serious, less satirical, but with a serious tone. You know, this movie does not have a serious tone. It, it reminds me a lot of like stuff like that, like Idiocracy, but a little bit more colorful and like, uh, you know, upbeat. It has that kind of Mike Judge feel to it. Um, and uh, what else is there to say about it? Trying to think here. Tessa Thompson is electric. She's like so attractive in this movie, and like she has like this fashion sense, and she really in this movie, in all movies. Trust me, in this movie, it's going to be like magnified by a thousand. Let me go check this shit out. Her, her, like you can see in the pictures that she just wears like very fashionable clothing, but her character also is just like. It, it, she, appealed, it appealed to girlfriend. your fashion. It appealed to your fashion sense because we all know you're into high fashion. No, no, it's not. It's not about appealing to the fashion. It's her. It's her air around her and the way she carries herself and her support for the main character that makes you like really like her on screen. She is great. Electric. Electric. Magnetic. Damn. Whatever the uh, commercials say. Uh yeah. Check this one out. Um, this is a near perfect comedy for me. I mean, it, it it it's a little wacky in the sense that it becomes a little incoherent slightly, but other than that, it definitely wraps up and becomes one great movie, and I really like it. I would say um, this is like a sleeper hit similar to like Brigsby Bear last year, um, but way funnier and way like, it's more comedy. Brigsby Bear is like... It's comedy, but it's also very sweet. This movie's just zany and it's insane, actually. It's kind of insane. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, everyone seeing this. Like, I don't know. I hope it gets some buzz. I've been hearing. I think it is. I think it's getting buzz. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Just wait for the rap scene. That's all I'm saying. I'll just leave you with that. I'd probably give this a four and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Cool. Not a five. I'll now, check it out this week. I don't feel like I had to see it. Dude. I was like, <laughs> you'll like it, Harvey, for sure. You'll, I was, I was you'll pretty laugh. hesitant. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was hesitant. Yeah. See, it seems like it could be like um, 
like the trailer makes it look good, but like when when it's all pieced together in ninety minutes, it might look. It not. just looks like a uh, yeah. For, for me, it just looked like a boring fucking like social commentary that was just gonna no, probably it's, annoy it's me. Definitely not yeah. boring at all. I'm usually not a fan of movies that are touching on social commentary or like reflecting things that's going on in the world. I hate shit like that, but I like it. I think it's <laughs> it's great. They're great. I think they're great time capsules, and and like I think you could look back on it and be like, damn, that shit was going on. Like I I think there's movies like that in the past. Well, you I know? think most movies are like that, but some movies just make it a point to. Uh, no, this movie the the social commentary is very. I would say it's less heavy handed than Get Out, for sure. Get Out's way more heavy handed than this. Um. This movie is is just wacky. It's hilarious. It manages to hide. What do you, uh, what do you think about that other movie about Oakland, um, Blind Spot? And did you see the trailer for that? Yeah, they're making all these Oakland based movies now. Yeah, Oakland's a hot spot, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, they reference Oakland a lot in this movie too. It's I like it. I like this the world that they built. It feels like literally 2018, but a hint of dystopia. I dig it. I think you should all check this out. I'll go see it this week. Man, it's funny. Yeah, I'll see that, and I'll see Cartel End. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In that believe, order. I don't believe a word you say. Okay. That's that it for it. me. I think that's all we got for, for movies. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, you guys got to watch that movie. That's going in the top five for now. All right, you guys want to talk about uh, Skyscraper? Do we have to? Oh, we do. I'm down. By God, we do. Roll that clip. You've built a vertical city, but you've brought with it every single safety and security challenge that I could think of. We thought this floor was empty. So did I. Not only have you brought them all indoors, but you've trapped them 240 floors in the air. No one really knows what would happen if things go wrong. But I'm just a glorified security guard, so what the hell do I know anyway? What's going on? The 96th floor is on fire. You're gonna be just fine, I promise you that. No, 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 no! Tell me, how much do you love your family? Skyscraper. A father goes to great lengths to save his family from a burning skyscraper. Got a. (laughs) Why do you sound like an audiobook? (laughs) Because that's what this is. That's his dream, man. That's what he's going for. We got writer and director Rawson Marshall Thurber. Never heard of that guy. Starring Dwayne The Rock. Well, he's Johnson. somebody now. Dwayne Johnson. He's trying to shake that. Uh, we got uh, Nev Campbell. Yeah. Pablo Schraber. Noah Taylor. Uh, some other people that uh, you may not know. Yeah, go on IMDb if you're curious. All right. Uh, what did you guys think? Who wants to go first? Uh you know, yeah, I guess I'll give my thoughts first. Uh, let me start with some positives. Well, before you go, yeah, how often did you laugh out loud in the theater? Right, I'm going to answer that question after I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so right. I'm going to start with some positives. Uh, so my theater experience, I went to uh, AMC Village 7. Uh, I really liked this theater. Air conditioning was on point. Uh, recliners were amazing. Uh Drinks were a bit pricey, and I'm not a big fan of that. But overall, I think it's a good experience. Uh, skyscraper was very mind-numbing, and it was sad because I, like, I've only I only laughed a few times because the rest of the time my brain I think was just melting. 
Really? I feel like you're the one who really pushed this movie on the podcast. You know what's well. funny? I didn't. You didn't? No, because last week you kept pushing it, and I'm like, I really don't want to see no, it. No, it. it was me. It was you. Someone was pushing it, and I definitely was not. It was me. And I was just, because I saw the trailer, like, this shit looks, you know, it's just like, I think the trailer is just funnier to watch, but when you're in the theater, and, and you're yeah, watching yeah, and everything. And the hour and 49 minutes of it. Yeah, this movie felt like it was fucking two and a half hours. I was like sitting there. I'm like, is I it over yet? So. And it, it was pretty short to me. It felt took like it felt like it was taking forever. It was it was that bad for me. And <laughs> I think maybe it doesn't help that I was kind of hungover, so I was wasn't in the best mood. Yeah. But I think the recliner and the the coke that I got I made a little made things a little bit better. I think you went too early, man. Ten thirty. Your mood was affected. Maybe, maybe, but you know, I, I'm trying to think of positives that. Uh, in this film and I and I really can't think of it because it really is just kind of like this paint by numbers action film for the summer that you know they find like a lull they're like oh there's no Marvel movies coming out this week so we could throw this here and I and I think we can make some money and just sneaking up here yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> and I was just like I'm just gonna sit here and you know make my money and I'm gonna walk away like that's what it basically felt like it's just it's just very paint by numbers. I, um, I can't, I can't, I think maybe there was one moment where I, I thought they did a good job of kind of building tension and I think it was like, it was one part and it was him like doing the monkey bar thing and he's he climbs and he slips. I thought I was like, oh, that, right, that's, that's nice. That was a well, little. The problem is you know he makes something. it yeah. from the trailer. How, how far would you get on this crane? I would have got halfway and then I would have panicked. Halfway? I don't think you would have got halfway. I would have got like fucking like five feet off the ground and like. Fuck this shit. I would have made it My halfway hands would have sweat so much I would have slipped. I would have been I would have been very confident at first and then I realized I looked down finally, I'm like first how how long do you think it would take you to climb that, first of all? It'd probably take me a good half an hour. A half an hour? Yeah. Climb I think it'll take me a longer? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I think it'll take me like five hours. To yeah, climb a crane? Stop, recoup. Your family's going to die. <laughs> think about think about how hard that would be to climb Just a crane. Just imagine, Nev Campbell, I your mean, wife, and then your your beautiful mixed babies are, are in a burning building, and your ass is going to take five hours five to climb a crane? Five hours. Dude, I, I don't think, think your muscles can do it unless. Dude. I think you can do it. You no, think, I mean, do you know how big those cranes are? I don't know, man. I think I think it can be done. Dude, he I mean, went he's halfway not, he's not up like, the skyscraper, and that skyscraper is double the size of okay, the Empire State the, Building. It was triple the size of the Empire You have the State muscles yeah. of the rock. You don't think he's still building it? What floor did he jump onto? <laughs> the 96. The okay. He went 96 floors up on a crane. Um, Wasn't it on a building? The crane The crane was on a building. It wasn't like it was like a standing crane. I think I it was on a building. How about, how about this? Yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> no, we, no, the crane getting, was on the ground. We're getting off topic, but how about this? Uh, my 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 office is twenty five floors up. I've taken the stairs before. It took me seventeen minutes, like at a regular pace, to go twenty five flights of stairs. Maybe forty minutes. <laughs> forty minutes. <laughs> it, it would take like eight hours. First of all, I wouldn't attempt it. I would never know. They, look at this uh, photo. My family here. would die. Look how high <laughs> up he is. He's literally Empire State Building. Yeah. I would already be making funeral this is This is very interesting because there's also a lot of things to take in consideration in terms of uh, 
there was like no wind, which I find ridiculous because if he's that high up, there's gonna be like wind blowing. He wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't be uh, still. Like everything was like it's super. It's Hong Kong, man. They solved the wind problem. They solved the wind problem because no, apparently not because they had wind turbines powering the whole fucking building. Yeah, you would think that. Yeah, would like, like so, blow yeah, air exactly. all around. That's what I'm saying. Like so, there must have been some kind of wind, popo- like some kind of wind blowing that high up. But that shit was like still, and he was okay. We can't keep talking about the logics of the movie. It's yeah, because, I mean, because we we could we could talk all day. Well, the thing is, what else can we talk about? What did you think about the plot? There was plot. I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about uh, Pablo Schreiber, Matthew McConaughey. Doesn't he look like Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> <Yes>. He looks <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey. Let me see. Yeah, let me see a photo real quick. His first line sounded like Matthew McConaughey, and I thought it was a cameo. And then it went to his face closer, and I was like, "Oh, that's not Matthew McConaughey." He looks like Matthew. McConaughey. Okay, let me just. Uh, hey, brother! You kind of sound like gears over here. I'll talk about my theater experience. I told you guys last night, but this is one of the worst uh, experiences I've ever had with um, audience engagement. The Berg. Um, there was a, a family behind me. Two two men, a woman, I think a child. Why are there two men in the family? Well, probably Maybe two dads? It's 2018, man. Come on. There, there was a lady there as well, so maybe they were sharing. But anyways, um, hey. watching a movie, everybody in the audience, everything The Rock did that was remotely cool, quote-unquote, uh, they would cheer, they would clap, they would woohoo. You know, you think that's a bad experience? Dude, let me finish. <laughs> it gets worse. I love that. So the the family, be, the the men, the guys behind me, the whole movie, the Asian villain, they're yelling out slurs like, oh, fuck that Asian bitch up. The whole oh movie. And towards the end, when she gets kicked in the face, I, this is, I swear to God, I'm not oh, making this up. Ass. He goes, uh, kick that Ekfu Young in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, it was Dude. brutal. Yeah, that's why I don't go to Williamsburg anymore. Dude, but I brutal. went today. But like, I, like I was telling these guys, I've had the same experience at Kips Bay as well. Yeah, it's, just it's, people, it's mouth breathers. Yeah, yeah, you can't avoid them. Actually, you can. You just go to places like yeah, Angelica, hey, but they don't play this movie. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in the when they're in the um the the pearl and the the panels come up and they're oh. looking for each other. Some guy behind me yells, "Dude, that's like Call of Duty." <laughs> oh <laughs> my what? god, we had an empty theater. <laughs> What logic? All right, so there's that. All right, that scene for today is going to bring up a great point because in my theater, there was like, so like I said, it was super weird. Like it was empty, and then out of nowhere, like five minutes before the movie starts, it gets packed. When I'm talking about packed, I mean packed. And I'm sitting there, movie starts, maybe 10, 15 minutes in. The silly starts talking next to me and telling her friend what's happening. And I'm like, like, Wait, this and her is friend's like, already she's there? sitting there, yeah. And I'm just like, Maybe she just What's can't grip man? the plot. She and I'm like, like we're 15 minutes in. What do you need to know? She said, she's like, I'm lost. I'm like, lost. Basically, she was like, she was like this. She was like, I didn't hear what her friend said. She was like, and then her friend's like, oh, so that's his friend from the army, and he's helping him out. And I'm just like, kid you not. Honestly, like, if, like, you, if you can't grasp like, that, no, you should just give up and watch yeah. a movie. But what if uh, she has short-term memory loss? Oh, my well, God. Well, then I'm a piece she's of like shit. Dory. I'm like, I'm a straight piece of shit, but... There's what another are you doing at the movies. Yeah, like <laughs> you're gonna forget the explanation. <laughs> you're gonna forget the whole movie at that point. Uh, but there's this one moment Where in the I? pearl, and the same thing. I got this weird reaction from everyone in the audience, That's so and I laughed. And that was one of those moments where I laughed because it wasn't the movie that made me laugh. It was just people's reaction, and they were like, "He does this thing," and he goes like, "He does this in his cool phone, his little watch, doing some Doctor Strange shit. He, he does just some, like, like he circles did, he, like, and shit. He caresses his wrist, and then he and then." It, it it flips over and you can see the whole city and everyone universe. Whoa! 
in my fucking theater. Cameras. Everyone's just like, everyone's like, whoa. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Dad, I wish I had all this. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I start laughing, and there's just like, there's all these audience reactions that just were killing me because yeah, well, the audience is like, like yeah real. laugh away mr smarty pants i was sitting there i'm like i'm like it's like this is fucking unreal man like Honestly. this this can't impress you like uh, this dude, is people, 2018 people were clapping in my theater when he made the jump like i'm not even joking <laughs> like, but like, you know he like, makes like, it the fucking trailer <laughs> it's like we all know he's they shouldn't have, so the my thing is they shouldn't have put that in the trailer but i guess they had to to sell tickets but like yeah. The entire like thrill is is gone. You 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 not only know that he makes it, you know how he makes it. Like, right. And, by the and that trailer. that's the centerpiece of the movie. Clearly, like the whole crane. All the good shits scene. in the in the uh, trailer. Right. Like all the good action scenes. Um, good action scenes. Back to what I was saying. So I'm not a fan of the movie. Yeah. I, the movie was obviously a chore to get through. If you're not really into like rock the rock action movies or just these high tense. Um, big budget summer blockbusters. I wouldn't say this is tense, but at all. Yeah. I mean, that's what the character's supposed to be in this yeah. position to where like things are happening around him, all this destruction and a lot of big shit is breaking. Um, I think but, it's tense. It just depends on your experience and. Whatnot. I feel like it is tense for some people, though. Yeah, it is. No, it is Not because. For me. Well, of course, we've seen <laughs> a million fucking movies, and we obviously know. To so the going point into. where you have to cheer. There was, there but was, you, you get what I'm saying, though, right? This our review of this movie is is so irrelevant because those people already lo- seen it. They loved it. Yeah, and I'm, I wa- I tried to watch this movie in their shoes. We need to talk about the movie. We're uh, talking about the movie. No, but we we need to. <laughs> I don't think we need to explain the plot. I, I think mean, we should. Uh, all right, all right. I think it's important. I, real quick. All right, I'm going to explain the plot. Uh, so the Rock. I mean, uh, you get has, the plot in the trailer, though. He is married to Nev Campbell, it's and not. they have two uh, two babies, like me, but before. But they have kids, right? And they're living in this big tower. That's not... And you, you skipped a lot. Though. I skipped a lot because I don't think it's well, really... Oh, they're yeah, all right, he has they're a tur- living in the tower because he's, he's going a security. to consult the... Uh, security the, consultant. The owner of the tower about the security of the building. Um, so they can get a... And it, so they can get insurance, right? For insurance purposes, right? Um, and then some shit goes wrong pretty quickly. I I did appreciate that they didn't like yeah, wait very long to do time. that. I was like, oh, thank God, they're getting right into it. <laughs> All the dumb shit. I I didn't want any more like plot about family. I didn't yeah. want any of that. Yeah, so basically, it, yeah, it turned into him trying to rescue his loved ones, a la fucking Die Hard situation. This is basically from, Die Hard. From, yeah, from it's, a, it's an homage to Die Hard, but with a, oh. instead of a. A, just another color a scrawny New Yorker. It's uh, a big, bald guy. Yeah. Wait, was, no, he wasn't bald in the first place. Yeah, he, 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 he was getting there. But he wasn't completely shaped. No. He, he was also, he he was also much. I saw his uh, hair loss throughout the series. I, I think in the last one. I feel, last like few, he, I feel like I've only ever seen him like as like the almost bald dude. Like he Bruce? started. He, yeah, he was going bald for like fucking 30 years. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Let me Let me say something here. As I said, I watched this movie in the shoes of those people. And I don't think it was a chore to get through compared to some things I've seen. I was starving as well. Yeah, that, I, that I may have. I was thinking about like, uh, getting a sandwich. Yeah, but dude, it's to- it's crazy how much your mood affects. I've gone to some movies where I'm just like, the movie's not even that bad. I just want to get the uh, fuck out. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, but something else happened to me while I, um, 
I think all this was that play to why I didn't really enjoy the movie, the audience. And also, I, I put my hand in the cup holder, and, it, and I pulled it out, and it was sticky stuff on my hand. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was somebody's spit. <laughs> and then uh. I, I didn't want to get up, so I sat there the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have been annoyed. Why'd time. you put your hand in the cup holder? Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know why. Steve's about to throw up. <laughs> like, literally. He pulled his headphones off. Dude, it was broof. Saliva's not sticky, is it? It was like it can be after it, it was like somebody's a like loogie gum, or like some kind of like Jolly right, Rancher let's, thing. Let's get off oh, this yeah, now. All right, so my theater going experience was not the different. best experience. I, 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 ours was fine. We, we sat. We we're probably like the sixth or seventh person in the theater. There's only we were like a dead theater, no clapping, which to me sounds fun. I kind of wish that the uh, the breathers of mouths were there so that they could enhance the experience um there's one particular line that had me on the floor almost and um and i know for a fact whoever wrote this did it to fuck with me to fuck with the audience they they didn't do it because they're lame or they're bad screenwriters i truly believe that they wrote this to like literally show people that this movie is self-realized and it was a Maybe I'm wrong. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> That's just how I can't imagine getting that far in Hollywood and writing something like that seriously. I mean, Michael Bay has done it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he might he might be trolling us all, bro. Um, so stop shitting on that. So dude. so he he's um, talking to himself, repairing a wound, and he uh, has duct tape. He's like, if you can't fix it with duct tape, pause, 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 pause. Then you're not using enough duct tape. Everyone laughed at that. In Dude. my theater, everyone Dude. everyone thought that, that. I laughed too. That running that running joke, right? The Which duct tape. Is this movie sponsored by fucking duct tape? All right. So he mentions it the first time. All right. A proper callback, and I, I feel like at least when you want the audience to feel like it's deserved, is that he mentions it in the first act. Like it's like something very minor, and it's not that big of a deal. And then he gets references like throughout the film. He just randomly references duct tape. Like halfway through the fucking movie, and then that's well, also the joke. Uses it a couple yeah, times. yeah. Oh my god! Don't get me started when he was climbing the walls with duct tape. I was like, that doesn't work. <laughs> like, what logic is that? I guess it could help stability, but what? I don't know, dude. How about this? We we re- try to recreate every stunt in that movie to see how logical they are. It's not because everything was done in a fucking green room. I bet. Yeah, of course. Um, but. I don't know, man. I think there's some redeeming qualities for the people who wanted to see this movie and love the Oh, Rock. no. Uh, there's people that love this movie, and they probably they see like a few movies a year. This is one of them. And it doesn't take much thought. It's simple. It's an action film. Nothing against them. But I don't, I don't blame people. So there was a fight scene you don't in the watch beginning like, that was, I thought was actually good. I mean, it wasn't anything groundbreaking, yeah. but it was thrilling. You know one thing I didn't like? I don't know why, but the opening scene when he's a soldier... And the set that they're using looks like a fucking set. Like you can, you look at it, and like, know. and you're like, it's like it's so badly shot, and it's just like it's. Love it. You could tell, you can see the 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 stitching on everything, where it's just like, it's like all this is fake. It's like, it's like you guys couldn't spring for like maybe, maybe going on location and actually shooting it. You know, this movie it reminds me of a a movie I saw that was bad or not not great, but I was entertained. It was like just really corny. It was like two or three years ago. There was this movie with Owen Wilson called No Escape. 
Have you guys like even heard of that? That's with with uh, what's, Brosman? Yeah. Yeah. That movie was it's in Thailand or something. Was kind of fun. Yeah. He there was like some political uprising in Southeast Asia, and he was trapped between war or some shit. Anyways, um, more about this movie, I guess. It's um, it's a little less absurd than I had hoped it to be, but it was absurd enough for me to to get a kick out of it. Oh, and um, the- I don't know. I can't say I hate this movie. I might have a controversial score. Uh yeah maybe uh it's movie, just it's so fucking dumb and I think that you could put it on Netflix while people are over and laugh at it. This yeah this movie is ridiculous in a lot of ways and maybe it is self realized maybe it knows what it is I, and I, you know at the end of the day if people like I said if they only see a few movies and this is one of them and they get enjoyment I can't knock it because again it knows what it is it's not trying to be anything groundbreaking. That's and it's not. Like it doesn't. And it. it doesn't have like a bad message, and it's not spewing any anything like negative. So I can't just blatantly shit on it. It's just not for me, and I'm not gonna rewatch it. And if someone was to ask my opinion, and if I know them, and I know what movies they like, and I respect them as a human being, I would say don't watch it. <laughs> oh my god! Save your twelve dollars. I wouldn't say all that. Um, I think the the movie is self realized and pays homage to a lot of like different stuff, and they were just trying to have fun and and, and make money doing it. You know, one thing I liked, I liked the fact that uh, it's in Taiwan, right? Like, or like, uh, not, in Taiwan, not in Taiwan, I mean Hong Kong, sorry. Uh, but uh, I like the fact that, like, everyone spoke, like, you know, we got subtitles. I feel like in certain movies, they were just like, oh, everyone speaks fucking English. Yeah, well, like, everyone. I mean, Hong Kong is pretty bilingual. I, yeah, I know, but yeah. I just appreciate yeah. that. It just added a little bit of uh, world building, right. like, character, I guess. What about you, Harvey? What did yeah. you think about this, this flick? Um, well, I think I disagree. I don't think this movie is self-realized. I think it. Um, I don't think it's self-aware in any sense. I think that. Um, I don't know. This is the same guy that made a uh, Central Intelligence, and that's like one of the worst movies I've seen like in the last ten years. So I don't think he's. I don't think. I don't the think filmmakers goals... claim that it's self-aware, but that just could be a afterthought. Yeah, I mean, who would say that? Anyways, I kind of get yeah. the vibes of it, like but, considering that it's paying homage to so many different movies, like Edge of the Dragon. I, I think yeah. either way, this is an action movie, and um, yeah, for for the action alone, I think it it can be judged off that. Um, I don't think that uh, the action is that great in this movie. I think it definitely has some intense moments, but I think those moments were kind of spoiled by the uh, by the trailers that I saw. Um, so there's that, but I mean, if you, if you go in there kind of blind, I think you can definitely get some, uh, a little thrill out of watching the, uh, more intense scenes, like with the heights and stuff like that, and like on the crane. Um, it definitely, def- it definitely doesn't offer anything else. I don't, I think outside of that, um, outside of that a- action, the plot is just fucking, I think the plot is fucking horrible. Like, even if it is, uh, self-aware, I think they could have come up with a much more clever, much more grounded plot at least like it's, it's so over the top and so ridiculous it, it it also seems just stupid if i'm honest um i think uh i think I, I was pretty interested in the rock's character because i think um him having one leg it it i think it made him a more interesting character because already the rock is like this fucking six foot four perfect human being i think him having only one leg kind of made him like more more of a, a normal human it could have made him more of like a grounded character but instead his it doesn't take anything away from him at all 
Like his leg functions as like a fucking uh, weapon. Yeah, like a like a yeah. It's a tool. Yeah, it's like a um, like a like Mionor or whatever. It's like his fucking like Mionor. Like Mil- yeah, it's like his tool. He like uses it to fucking like stop a door from closing. He uses it. That's a fucking, t- strong ass fucking leg, right? Yeah, that like, shit is like a titanium door, and the thing is just like it stops when yeah. he puts his. That's wild. So I think him as a character like completely fails. It it doesn't uh, yeah, him having one leg doesn't make him more interesting or anything it just makes him he's still like unstoppable even if he had like what's the point of him having one leg it, it didn't didn't take anything away from him and i think that was really dumb if i'm honest um i think the like i said i think the plot's just super fucking paper thin i think it's only there to uh provide some fucking uh structure for all the cgi and the the um all the crazy shit they wanted to do they just needed needed a plot to fit in there and i think that's what they did um I think there's much more. Um, can we talk about the USB drive? Is that a spoiler? No, USB drive is stupid. Is like I don't understand how the how it fucking worked. Like I don't know why he just didn't use a regular USB drive or like had a hard drive. Yeah, the technology is a little advanced on that spectrum. But what's up? Either way, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, the like the bad guys. I think the bad guys are poor, like horribly written. They're like super generic and shitty. Oh, also, he was horrible. The main villain. Yeah, like he, ah, he was he, bad. They, they went for the Scandinavian dude. It was like weird. Like, that's yeah. a weird yeah. fucking route to take, isn't it? I remember when she said Scandinavian. Really? I'm like, just, really? How are you going to make a Scandinavian badass? It's just a fuck. But, well, they didn't die hard. Well, yeah, but they're just copying off Die Hard, man. Just, wasn't he German? Scandinavian. I thought he was like Swedish. That's no, why he said, in, uh, Scandi- he said Scandinavian in the. Yeah. Well, that skin here is a region. That is German. But like, but either way, like, there's there's so much more easier fucking ways to get a drive from somebody than setting an entire yeah, fucking like, building on fire. I felt like their plan was it's, faulty. It's so from, dumb. I thought um, they were robbing the place, like from like like something actually. I mean, there's I a lot of things in this movie that I don't uh, understand. For those, are, like for example, the police don't do anything in this movie but just spectate. There, there are. <laughs> That's a great there's point. A, there's a building crumbling. With fire and everything's falling, but there's people right below it staring up at it, like a crowd yeah, of people. Yeah, didn't you see 9/11? You can't do like, that. Who the, who the hell does that? That doesn't make any. They just the the screeners wanted people to spectate this thing, to where the, somebody in the film can root for the rock with the audience. It's weird too. Like, and why? there's a scene. I don't think it's a spoiler or whatever, but there's a scene where um, the uh, Asian guy Lao's bodyguard. Has one bullet left to shoot somebody, but he shoots the helicopter pilot. Like, how do you know that was gonna happen? Even so, why take the risk? Why not just shoot the main bad guy, which is right in front of you? That would have helped the plot at least better chances. Yeah, because like, what, what's his minions gonna do I once mean, he's gone? Yeah, they have no motivation. It was only his. Uh, there were uh, from the plot. It was really only him that his buyers were after. If he didn't get the USB drive, yeah. Like, why not just shoot the guy who just shot you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. There's a lot of things with the platform. You're not supposed to think about that stuff. But the dumbest thing is, like I mentioned, the crowd of people right below the building. Yeah, like, dude, 9-11, literally, like, the dust and fucking debris. The police don't do shit in this movie. Like, yeah, they, they don't, don't try, they no don't try to go up control, there and rescue no, The one head no of right. chief is just in the trailer the, the whole movie. And he's just basically, like... Watching the news. Watching the news. He's like, man, this shit's getting crazy, huh? <laughs> Um, that's the whole movie. This movie's worse the more you talk about it. So I think we should just not talk about it. Like the amount of work that the that the villains go through just to get this uh, this flash drive. Like they had to. It's such an elaborate. I think. Elaborate I think it's ballsy. Did, did you guys think that you the just, uh, building remind you of a vagina? 
It has like this curvy like opening, yeah, and at the top is a pearl. I mean, no. it reminds me. Yeah. It reminded me of like kind of like the Eye of Sauron a little bit. A yeah, little bit, I, would, yeah. I would say. But like, it has that like open. Like, uh, let's not get too into it. But yeah, man, <laughs> it's like, like, like you're analyzing the shit out of this tower. It also fucking like spins because there's yeah. a fucking thing there. A little turbine. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. This this like you, I said, this movie's not for us. I don't, uh, that's what and is. I don't understand what his job really was in the beginning. Of the he's movie. a consultant. Is that all he does? Like, yeah, yeah he's a he, he was has assessing. a small he has he, a small company yeah. that consults for security. He was just assessing, yeah, the safety of the building so that they can get insurance policy. Yeah, it's lame. That's a lame job. I mean, he used to be a fucking Marine hostage. Fuck, what is it? A hostage? He was just, a, he was just a Marine. He, well, he was well, in the FBI. No, he, was in, he was in the hostage he was uh, F- extraction he's, he's, yeah, yeah, hostage program. Ex- yeah, FBI. And that's and that's the main thrust of the film. I, you know, this, this not, is the interesting. Not great at his job. You know what I don't understand? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is like this. All right. So the whole thing is when he, he gets in an accident. That's the accident that makes him lose his leg. And he's like, yeah, put down my sword. I'm not going to be about this anymore. And you would think he would be a little bit more hesitant to, like, get back into this life of fighting and, like, you know. But he's not. He just jumps right back into it. Well, when your family's on the line, man, Um, it doesn't matter anymore. uh, I guess The moral of this story is family is everything. Just like Fast Fast and Furious. Yeah. They're all connected. It it kind of does suffer from that where it's... uh, It's dumb enough to watch. Are you tired when directors slash producers slash actors in the film every time they're trying to justify a movie or even if they know it's bad it was like yeah this movie at its core it's about family i feel like i fucking hear that every other like movie like interview everyone's just saying that a movie's just about family Bro, they're contractually obligated to, to say se- that to sell the movie they're contractually obligated to say that exactly they can't line. say oh it's a dumb big dumb action movie but hey have fun i don't know i think it. you could and i think people respect that a little bit more i mean the rock like, was saying like yes yeah, it's a you know it's, well, i grew up watching die hard you know I, you know i have a lot of passion for this i love that your bruce voice is the same as the rock voice when like you're doing bruce yeah when you're doing your uh, impression bruce what springsteen yeah i don't know I feel, what you're talking about i feel like it's very similar uh that's my general um, impression. Yeah, I think uh, there's there's just so much dumb shit in this movie. Like, why is the ball like that pearl? Yeah. Why is it, why is it why? It's because it's going to be opened up as a tourist attraction. Why didn't they just make it out of glass though? It's because he wanted to be able to do anything in that room. Yeah, it's like a yeah. It's he like also a, wanted then why, to then, why, then why put it at the top? It's because why not put it at the bottom of the fucking building? It's, 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 it looks it's, better. It well. looks better, and then also people will be impressed. Also, like, oh, there's 8K cameras on the outside, so if you put it at the eight, bottom, eight K cameras, micro 8K, <laughs> micro yeah. 8K. When you, when you, well, every single panel has its own uh, wide-angle micro 8K camera. <laughs> why not just make it out of glass then? Because, because then you're you're, would, not, you're not able to change it. You're, yeah. yeah. Why would you want to change it? It's because it's a different environments. Yeah, so you can do more with the with the environment. Because they change it. He changed in his safe. He has like. The environment of like it's like a planetarium. Why yeah. would you do a planetarium? We could just look up. Yeah, exactly. That's different. That's, that's completely not, different. Not really. It's the that's ability to manipulate <laughs> the image of what you already see. Yeah, that's completely different. I beg to differ. I don't know. I I I think. I don't know, man. This movie's fucking stupid. Hey, I like that little pearl. Right? Imagine like skating up the wall in it while while you're like floating over thin air. Why did panels come up? Why did those panels in the oh, to oh, to Let's pay homage to Enter the Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Enter the Dragon. So fucking dumb. Dude. Can we rate and this movie? And that horrible callback in the end, dude, what? of like how he lost his leg to like also redeeming that. Oh, that was terrible. Do you, do you, I'm do you not going to say anything about the ending, but I'll just say one line. I'm right behind you. 
Dude. Oh. I roll my eyes so far back, I lost my contacts. <laughs> In your... On the inside of your fucking Dude, well, head. the whole time you're behind him, you just to say that fucking line, just kick him. <laughs> yeah, he dragged it out just to toy with his food. Dude. Hey, man. This is this is the rock, bro. That's, you know, he don't do stuff like that. He's got to do it the, the elaborate or needlessly elaborate way. Sure. Like the crane, like, I don't know. He could have maybe just... I would have I would have tried to like get into into the building somehow and try to get as far as I can with before stairs I went to the or fucking, elevators before I went to the crane. Yeah. Hell yeah! Well, I mean, the, he I guess he assumed that the fire, but yeah, I would like at least try to get in. At least there's one. There's got to be one. My way last in, right? resort would be the crane. <laughs> I don't think that would even make it on my list. Like <laughs> someone would be like, "What about that crane?" I'm like, "No." That was never an option. <laughs> I'm not obviously. I can't jump that far. My favorite thing, though, is like when he was on the crane and he was cornered, right? So he had to jump. He barely got a running start. I thought he was like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm going to go all the way to the back. And then I'm going to build up some inertia and jump. But he was like already like three quarters of the way out when he turned around and said, fuck it. And uh, the fact that he built up that that kind of inertia. Before that happens, right, when he had the hook to it with the chain. Was this plan just to shimmy down? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. shimmy. Even that sounds hard. <laughs> it sounds easier than jumping, though. Yeah. At least it's, like, directly connected. There's no... Like, you're just loosely shimmering down this little rope thing. Sounds brutal. <sighs> I like that they added that, that he didn't, like, immediately resort to uh, just jumping. Okay, one last thing that doesn't <laughs> okay. make sense to me. Stop. <laughs> Usually these uh, buildings, they're built with, like, these uh, indestructible glass, but he was able to break a panel with, like, a little total well, pole thing. I don't think they're indestructible compared to a, a crane that lifts but the first time he hits it it bounces like it's kind of like shatterproof or like bulletproof but then oh, he just right. like backs up a little bit and throws it and oh you're talking about oh the totem yeah, pole. The totem, yeah. The, i thought you're talking about the crane no, i'm talking thing. about the totem pole that was weird i thought that was funny because maybe and he, then it falls onto the crowd yeah it would have been great if we saw a reaction <laughs> i don't think like, the crowd was that i was close. thinking that too i was thinking like what if it was just like a dude out there fucking just and he gets crushed there. yeah just like it would oh, hilarious i mean maybe like, they didn't show it but maybe you know that a couple blocks around it were evacuated this movie also suffers from a lot of things that i thought were dead in movies where they do the slow pan up and then they just like completely lower the volume of everything around him and he says like a corny line i thought that was over with no like but they, yeah they do like a ton of that and most of the lines that follow that is just lazy there's one, there's like, one. Like I mentioned to you guys, when he's like, Lao's like, well, once we give him the drive, he's going to kill us. And then they pan up to him. He's like, maybe. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what? There was going to say, like, not today. Well, I mean, just, just to add on that trope. Anything. Yeah, there was there was this weird, like, slow mo scene where he's, like, yelling out his family's name. And I'm thinking, like, it's like, this is weird. It's like, I, I can't believe they actually still do this, where he's just, like, yelling out their name. And it's, like, going, like, for a minute. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. uh, no. this. I guess uh, you were important. right, though, Shomo. It was fun to talk about shitting on the movie. Yeah, I thought That's the it. the uh, <laughs> like a logic, the amount of illogical like physics in the movie and like motives and everything is just. Oh right, man! Let's drop these yeah, let's do it, Steve. What do you got? I, 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 I want to say something else real quick. Yeah, I think um, I think we're gonna get a lot more of this. Uh, like this, this type of movie, and like this, all um, because of Ready Player One. Well, not not necessarily. I think it's because um, I don't know. I think 
I think like media and like uh, entertainment is becoming a lot more uh, accessible, especially in like China and stuff. Like The Rock is like probably even bigger in fucking China. No, I bet. Like he's huge in China. And uh, this, I think this was made for much more. I think this was actually made with more like of a Chinese audience in mind. Oh, yeah. Honest. Like it's super simplistic and it has like a lot of like visual, like stunningly, like stunningly uh, beautiful fucking like uh, shots and shit like that. Or a lot of uh, action and CGI. I think, I think Megalodon is like in that same vein where it's like you can tell that the, this has a Chinese market in mind just because like Definitely. the action. It, it's just it, it, it's it's all about the action set pieces and having a big fucking action hero yeah, in the we, role in the starring I role. I think these are going to like become like even more. Uh, Great Wall was like something like that as well. Yeah. Great Wall was the same intent. Uh, yeah, the Meg coming out. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I think I think we are going to get a lot more of these, and it's going to be sad. <laughs> you know, though, and that's the I'll day. Take, I'll take these over. Uh, Hollywood died. Certain movies. Damn. Okay, I yeah. got a question for you guys. Yeah. You mentioned that Great Wall. Great Wall of this movie had to pick. I think I would watch this Great, movie. I think this is better than the Great Wall. I for think. Sure. I, I think. Just wait. I have, uh, what do we give Great Wall? I don't remember. I gave it like a one. I don't remember. Hour. I don't remember if because I remember that. Being I hated short. it. Yeah, but I was like, I don't know if I hated it that much. You know what? This movie, it you know, I I almost fell asleep. So I mean, I guess I feel this like movie, Great Wall is more of a mess overall. This, yeah. yeah, and I can't stand the fact that Matt Damon changes accent every five seconds in that movie. Okay, yeah. All funny. right, let's drop the scores. Then. All right, let's see if uh, score it, man. Uh, one and a half. That's shockingly low. Um. Yeah. Well, it's not for me, man. I'm teetering between a one and a half and a one. Jesus. I'm going to go one and a half. All right. You guys it's ready for this? It's territory for me. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Two and a half. God damn. He loved it. It's, I'm literally looking at it from the perspective of the people around me and like seeing how accessible it is to like it appeals to the these certain needs, you know, of people. Just say you loved the movie. Just I didn't say, love it. Just I say was you laughing want, throughout. You t- just tell us that you want a skyscraper too. Just say stupid people need stupid movies. That's what you're trying to I say. Think, uh, I don't really mean it like that. I think this movie brings it to a, a level of simplicity Sorry that I even, I can, um, even I can like... I've I, I got to say, I wasn't like bored, and that's important to me. So It gets like a whole star just from being not that boring to me. I think everything that happens inside the building once he gets there is trash. I had fu- I had a little bit of fun with the crane stuff. Yeah, that it's was cheap it. thrills, you know. Yeah, I would say. <clears> the but nothing crane. happens in the building. He goes inside and he gets yeah, caught. Was that scene where he's trying holding to the bridge together? Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, uh, you gotta understand though. We've seen so much shit that, like, I don't know. There's this lady sitting next to me, and she she was like, she was like really invested in the scene. She's like, oh my god. And she was like, getting "You see what I like, mean, though? Like, you see what I mean, right? You know, like nothing's gonna happen, right? Like we all—that's not how it works. This movie asks its fucking broad audience of just normal people to suspend their disbelief to the point where they don't even know they're suspending their disbelief, whereas we do know because you know it's fucking ridiculous and we're aware of plot holes from seeing so many movies, but." <clears throat> Literally, like, if you showed somebody who's never seen a movie before, this would probably be the best movie they've ever seen. And the only, the movie, only movie I've ever seen. seen. I'd say they've seen, like, four movies. Okay, two and a half for you? <laughs> yeah, dude. Two and a half? Jesus. Yeah, saying out loud yeah, 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 I don't saying give a fuck, man. I don't give a fuck. It was, it was fun to laugh All at. All right, Tappy, what's your score? I need to know. Yeah, Taps was with me. One and a hey. half? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Harvey? You were laughing. You were having um, fun. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's I why think, I gave uh, it a whole star. I think I'd give it a two. Um, it's a pretty horrible movie, and I hate a lot about it. I can't call it horseshit. Um, <laughs> These poor fucks. I, I can't call it horseshit because um, I did. I do think some of the action was like kind of uh, intense, like the crane stuff and like some of the um, shit where he's like climbing on the building. I think it was a decent but, fight um, scene. Yeah, too. I think uh, the problem is like some of that shit was spoiled, and I think if I just seen it like fresh, it would be a little bit more exciting for me. Mm. But yeah, it's a real, real bad movie. I think me and Harvey can both attest that. You guys gave it a two? Holy shit. Two and a half. I gave it a two. You gave it a one and a half. What do you mean? That's a half star away. Two is like almost a three. (laughs) No. That's how, I mean, that's that's a 50. I gave it a 50% out of 100. I don't. Really? I don't think it's like that's what the world's giving it. It's fifty-two percent Ron Tomato yeah. right now. Yeah, and I. But I didn't I, like, give it a fifty-two. I you huh? gave it a forty. No, it's a fifty-two on Ron Tomatoes. I would say a thirty something. Thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight sounds. Right. <laughs> I'm like I'm like forty-eight. All right, but I, I rounded rounded up. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I was gonna say Harvey. Um, you can agree with me here. If anybody's looking for an action movie that's actually like kind of sci-fi esque. Upgrade. Uh, upgrade is like probably yeah, worth seeing. Upgrade is that's like a three and a half. Incredibly star better than this. And the action is so much more. Exciting. But nobody, you know, it's funny though. No, no, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So well, they're not. Well, yeah, they also don't have like the marketing budget to like push yeah. that movie like that either. I'd say Upgrade's a surprise hit. Yeah, Upgrade was great. Um, I think also a movie that is better, like, uh, in terms of like the same theme, like uh, parents doing everything they can to protect a kid. I think you'd be better off seeing A Quiet Place. I think it offers offers some like thrills and shit too. Those thrills are. I think you're better off. Though. I honestly believe you're better off with the foreigner than this movie. No, definitely. Yeah, the, like, I think the foreigner yeah. is way better. Yeah, yeah I think the foreigner is better. Really? The foreigner is miles ahead of this movie. Yeah. Yo, you're really? out of control. You're fucking out of control. Like, right? I think the foreigner. Yeah. It was. It was like looks better. Yeah, it was just like paces better. Yeah, I think it worked. I think it just, plot is trash, but yeah. there's actually a, there's actually a, a story in for the foreigner too. There's no fucking story yeah, but it yet. wasn't like it wasn't absurd enough for me to laugh at, hmm. and like it did. This movie rides I, I, for me alone. I, I didn't laugh at on how how dumbly. There's, not, there's nothing laughing about this movie. Yeah, I just I, I, I was pretty angry about a lot of it actually. I laughed a couple times, um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's like a stupid way to pay homage to older movies. Yeah. I don't think they're paying homage to anything. Yeah, they were man. They, no, I don't that's think their so. whole marketing campaign. I think they really? just fell into I that. Haven't yes. seen, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything. I think all I, like they're I saying said, I think is comparing all, to Die Hard. I think all that's an afterthought once the movie was done. I don't, I don't think, think so. I think it was. I, thought, I think it was written with that in mind. I disagree. You I don't, don't think, think this guy I even considered Di- Die Hard when he wrote director, it? No, I don't. No, think he, he definitely was. did consider Die Hard because it's like it stole, it stole yeah, the whole idea behind it. Exactly. He's a cash grab based on. I think you are giving him too much credit. But I think to say it's self-aware is is too much. I think I think a movie that's self-aware is derivative at best. Yeah, like it's just it's it's definitely not self-aware. I don't think. Well. I think he whether, definitely whether I think it's an afterthought or not. They're, they're he definitely was inspired like though. He definitely was inspired by by. Uh, but there's hard. no inspiration there though. You would usually see it when somebody's inspired by something. Yeah, he just stole it. Yeah. He was just like, oh, I took this concept and, and then the I dragon switched. scene too. I mean, we've seen that. A Die Hard times. has some great dialogue and some action scenes, like really good action scenes. Right. When, and just a man alone working like, his way through the This is like the Die, die Hard, the video game. Like the video game stories are never. Oh, as good remember as that? Like, remember that scene where he's just like the the, 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 the cop. About this movie. The cop was just like, "Hey, 
Will, it's nice to meet you right at, the, uh, right at that one They didn't one even part. ask him any questions. Like, you would think this like, person would like, interrogate He doesn't know who the fuck you <laughs> yeah, are. It's a fantasy world for mouth breathers. What do you want? Uh, but at least with Die Hard, right, there was, like, this connection I that he built with the cops. for that. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. There was a connection throughout the whole film, and then when he when they finally meet, it was, like, a reward. Like, wow, you know this person, who this person is now. With this movie, he didn't know who the fuck this guy was. He just watched him on television screen the whole time. He's like, oh, nice to finally meet you. And he's just like, I don't fucking know you. Nice to meet you. Can we uh, pick a movie? movie. Yeah, let's pick a movie. Off the top of my head, I know we got um, Equalizer 2. Yeah. We got... Everybody seen the first? Yeah. I've seen the first. I'm I'm not on board. I am not on board. That's the big release next week. That can't Um, be. It is. Yeah, it is. I don't want to... Yeah. I fucking hate that movie so much. It's not a good movie. Yeah. People love it, though. Mama Mia. I don't think anybody loves it. Everybody's talking about that movie. But I want to see Blindspotting. I can't say I'm it's excited doing for really that. well. I think yeah, I think Blindspotting would be a good choice as well. Think so? Yeah, it's get, it's doing yeah. really really well. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look good to me for some reason. Seems heavy handed, but I feel like we've been watching too many blockbusters too. I definitely if if it's a choice between Blindspotting and the fucking Equalizer, Unfriended too. Dark Web. I'm gonna see that. Um, it's it's doing really well. Already at well, like. 40, 50 reviews. You got 64%. I thought you were about to say it's like it's out of 40%. <laughs> 64 <laughs> really is not good. bad. I'm probably going to check that out. Uh, yeah, I saw the trailer for Blind Spotting. This seems something I would. Uh, I would well, I'm also going to watch. Don't worry, you won't get far on foot this week. Okay. Uh, I know we say that and I probably won't, but. Oh, um, like that's coming out? Yeah, it's already out. It's now. Already out. Oh. See you tonight. <laughs> uh, There's another movie coming out next week called Euthanizer. <laughs> I swear to God. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So, all right. So it's either between it's Mama be- Mia. Here we go again. <laughs> Could you imagine? Again. We Blind do that. Spotting, I've never even seen Mama Mia. Unfriended dark web. I would say blind spotting is the uh, best pick. Right, blind spotting. I need it a is. palate cleanser. I'm tired of these blockbusters, man. I don't think I could watch another movie like that. So I don't think I want to go for Equalizer. I need a break. Yeah. I just hate Invincible. The, I just hate the fucking premise. Hero. Well, yeah, and he's also fucking killing people over these white girls. Like, what is he doing? Damn. Like, <laughs> well, like he doesn't even know him though. Like these fucking young fucking. Oh, white you girls gotta save like, the white girls. The young I, white the, the way he he's, like, fights, he doesn't even move. He just yeah. goes like. That's because he's old. And, and then like, a, bl- a black <laughs> prostitute gets captured. He's like, they ain't none of my business. <laughs> Damn you, fucking Uncle Tom. I don't know her. I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sister, sisters are strong. They can they can handle that shit themselves. Oh God! <laughs> He's trying to save the naive rich white prostitutes. Wait, is there such thing as a rich white prostitute? I don't know. I feel like if you're rich, you wouldn't be a prostitute. Hey, let's move. Stormy on. Daniels? No. So she's okay. What I mean is like rich and then prostitute, not prostitute then rich. Um. All right, we're gonna do blind spotting. Uh, I didn't know it was like a Sundance movie. Yeah, when, it was written it. by the the guy in the movie, um, the white I'm, dude. I'm not 100 percent convinced by the trailer, but you know, it could be totally wrong. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, we'll see. Right, let's do a quick discussion. It's holding a 93 percent. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We're yeah. running hot on time here. Let's do a quick movie pass discussion. Yeah, nothing too heavy because we've do- we've talked heavily about movie. Pass yeah, but you know they're in the news right now, and there's obviously going to be some huge changes. And uh, there's a video going around that Steve showed us. I don't know. If I maybe me and him are the only ones that watch it. Yeah. But he basically said movie pass is the worst, and it's hurting the theaters. And his explanation was 
the way that they're stealing movie theater customers, holding them hostage, and then trying to sell them back to the movie theaters. He says that's just like not good business, yada, yada, yada. Um, I still don't understand that. Yeah. Basically, um, that, that's why that's why I kind of got me. It's weird to say because I never get triggered, but like when I was like listening to his like his uh So if you want to look up the video, it's on the Verge right now. It's called yes. Is Movie Pass Ruining uh Theaters. Yes, and his whole premise is what Tom just said was that is like it he said it's lowering the bar and it's not incentivizing theaters to you know Right. He to was like, saying that to make like dutiful changes to their dude, to their models. It's bullshit. He's like and saying I don't, I don't um, agree. he was saying that like it's causing people to just only care about going to see the movie with with a budget in mind on just a plain theater, no no IMAX. It's experience. always been that way. I was though. like, dude, even before that I didn't buy IMAX tickets. And you know what? Those people are the same people that would literally just watch it at home on their fucking TV with no sound bar. Yeah. Like and you're and you're thinking that their experience is going down because they're actually going back to the movies? Like their experience at home is not as good unless they have a great surround sound. I think if anything, Movie Pass is like giving people a chance to take a risk again right. in terms Obviously of like, the business model is shaky as fuck. It's shaky, but yeah. It's I think it could lead to something. I think I think what we definitely saw that's a reaction to that was AMC's A list pass, which is basically twenty dollars a month to get three movies a week. And then also you can get those premium experiences as well for one of your movies. And, and if they didn't do that, what would AMC and, and the AMC, other companies do? Would they just let theater going literally keep going down and keep raising the price? Because that's what they were doing for the last 15 years. But I, th- I think the most important <laughs> thing, though, is like, is like what I always kind of complain about is that certain studios do not take risks. Like people do not take risks when going to the movies. They, they go see the movies that they're safe with. It's not like you know, twenty years ago, which I bet was a different. Let's go landscape. catch a flick, you know. It's, like, it's, and you don't know what's what's on, and sometimes you're gonna take a risk and see like something. It that's, was cheap too back yeah. in the day. Yeah. To go to movies. It's a lot more expensive now. They got to make more money. Right. But it's so, so people are literally hedging their bets. But 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 the argument that the uh, the writer was stating was that it's just like, well, if you start, if Movie Pass didn't exist, you know, it would incentivize theaters to give you a better projection, better this, better that. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Like, that doesn't... I just want to be able to see the movies when they come out. Yeah, I want to, like, I love going to indie theaters because of that experience of, like, they're not the nicest. They're okay, you know, but the projection is good, sounds good, and it's just the experience of going to the I think the the argument he's making is, like, movie theaters were on their way to making the experience way different than 4k TVs at home. Um, I don't even do that. But like my thing is you're not because first of all, it's there's an exclusivity to seeing the movie when it comes out. When you see the trailer, you're like, Oh, I want to see that. You don't say, Oh, I'm just going to wait and forget about this. The reason they put those trailers out is to entice you to see the movie. Right. And people, when they had to pay a lot of money, they they literally push that out of their head. They're like, "Oh, I want to see that," but for fucking sixteen bucks at AMC, and that's another when thing I'm too. off work at night, like, no, I'm like, I don't want to pay that. You know, it's like if I go with my girlfriend, it's going to cost me thirty eight bucks with tax. You know, it's yeah. like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's. I, I just thought that it was it, it did trigger me because I was watching. It. I was just like, I feel like I feel like he's not truly getting. The, the whole idea of what going to the theater is. It's not about... This guy having, works for AMC. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. You think so. I've but, never seen a video. 
Well, so either way, what, I mean, what do you guys think about uh, Movie Pass's effect on the old? Uh, I think it's pushing them. See, to, uh, to, to be honest, I'm not sure. But like I was saying earlier, I don't know numbers. I don't know how, what, what their profit well, and their I mean, loss. What would you guess? Like? I I do know that obviously movie movies or movie theaters only make a very small percentage on ticket sales. Obviously, they're housing movies just so people can buy concession shit, and that's why those shits are so expensive. So, I would assume more people are going to the theaters. Everybody has movie pass. I believe now. the data shows that more concession <clears throat> things are being bought. Right. But what so, I what I also heard as well was that that movie pass wants to get a cut of that now too. A which concession? Is wild. <laughs> right. Rightfully show. Sure I'm like, so, yo, that's wild. Right, no, that's right, outrageous. Rightfully so, though. I think. But that that doesn't make any sense. Though. I didn't like, know that because the thing is, like, their whole model was that we just want people to go to the movies. I yeah. said this was going to be their plan all along. When, we, when they first came out, that they deal? came out the gate saying, basically uh, summarizing that they just want people to ha- be able to see movies at a cheap rate because they weren't going anyways. So why not get people in the theater to buy these thing, these concession shit, and people seeing the movies? Uh, I read somewhere that since the early '90s, movie tickets have hit an all-time low before Movie Pass came along. So now it's rising because of Movie Pass. Yeah. So it's kind of like so I yeah I agree with you on the sense that I don't think their business like I don't think that's a bad idea I think what they're doing like they should get money for that but they should understand that there's nothing stopping the theaters from starting their own services which they are trying to do and you can't consider them competition realistically because yeah. they're and the thing is right Movie Pass lets you go to like every theater so Regal and AMC are not fucking partners they're fucking competitors and that's the problem with movie pass amc is gonna like it can't really be happy about movie pass because people are going to see whatever's convenient like say there's a regal and an amc in your town but the, like you're gonna go to regal because you have the movie pass yeah. and they're playing it at the time and it's you know it's what what i'm interested in knowing is that I know it gets murky with ticket sales, but like when these uh, Monday morning box office um, scores come out, how is that number generated? Like because in the old day, it was just people buying tickets with actual money. You're like buying that, tickets with actual money with Movie Pass. Like every ticket sale, yeah. it's considered yes. that price of movie that ticket. Movie Pass is paying. Really. They're paying that. But also, like what? How how does it affect studios? What do studios think about all of this? I don't think I don't think, I, it's I don't think in they're their re- ball game. Yeah, I don't think they're in the conversation because it's technically not affecting them. If anything, it's possibly affecting them because people are going out, and that's again coming to the fact that people want to go to the movies again. They want to just studios like, are see probably the random like, film. like just like shh, everyone just yeah like they're I think they're staying out of the fight. Yeah, but I think because you know their movies playing at every theater. It's it's the only thing I would say that's a negative for me is that it's a ever changing system. Like the new thing that came out, the peak price. Yeah, and stuff. Like, that's it's yeah. like we're on the ship that we're just on a ride for, and it's we don't know if it's going to sink or swim, but we're still on it. Yeah, that, that is a negative. Yeah, and it's we don't, annoying as fuck. And I I get really angry at Movie Pass for all these changes, but I did the math and like I really got to just stop bitching because I mean, yeah, um, obviously you're for saving us. money no matter what. Dude, I I added up right. So say we continue to do this podcast because I don't want to say that movie pass is the reason is we see movies. Is there an Excel movies. sheet for this? <laughs> no, but I didn't do the math. It's 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 a quick equation, right? Say you you see five movies a, a month, maybe six. You know, and you you want to add a little extra. I think sometimes we see six, right? Average about between matinee and like the 
primetime tickets, you're looking at like 13 bucks times six, you know, that's like 85 bucks, 85 bucks times 12 months, you know, the small inconvenience. You're, you're looking yeah. at a grand a year or something. Yeah, I think the for us really, it's just that a change in the system to where we're actually seeing uh, I'm saving, money going away. Right, but I'm save, saving ninety percent. Right. Of my my movie going budget, but that's, that's <laughs> that sucks. We just we have to sit back and just make sense of things. And like, okay, we're still saving money technically, but fuck, that's not jump- what I signed up for. Yeah, we're jumping. Yeah, to a lot but of like, now, but I mean, I mean uh, we can't complain because like we can cancel it. Yeah, and pay full price. So I think no matter what, I think we're gonna come out on top. Yeah, of course. Right. I'm not like I'm because yeah, we've I'm seen a lot of movies for I'm this s- podcast. Yeah, of course. All right, where do you draw the line though? Like, say you're. Uh, I draw the line at when it becomes more expensive. Right, but uh, let's say for example, uh, yeah, <laughs> what's the max they said? Six dollars for a peak price. Yeah, I think additional so. cost. What if it goes up to like ten? Like, fuck, I'm paying ten plus the ten dollars a month. Well. You know, that, at that point, I think, you know, like I've been doing lately is just kind of avoiding those peak hours altogether. Yeah, that plus not every movie is going to have that. Yeah. I mean, we see like Ant-Man, but like we're going to see Blind Spotting. It probably won't have peak pricing. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting conversation. Sorry in regards, to bother you won't have it. Yeah. In regards to just how the, the industry is faring and like how this is going to affect it long term. Because I think we all... Well, some need to change. I just didn't see them doing anything. Yeah, right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like the theaters hey, were movie passes. Donald do Trump. You know, America's. <laughs> we're gonna make theaters great again. Is it? That is crazy. Though. I didn't know about the whole concession thing that they wanted. Uh, yeah, percentage from that. Hey, I, I, I called that shit. I was like, that's the only way their business could continue. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's the only part of. But their they never business mentioned structure that. There, where they're gonna make when money. they said. When they first started this, and they were like, everybody's like, how are you going to make money? Oh, we're just going to collect data. For what? I think, I think honestly, just it's one of those data. Th- I think like, for like, like movie some kind of goers. non-profit organization. It basically, they collect da- data, which they're going to sell off to advertisers. And uh, advertising like, movies and like. Basically. And like sounds that. like a very genius scheme. But I mean, it's what. But I don't think that. Would, I don't think you could make money off that as much as they thought. And I think their plan all along was to, to shake down these theaters for. For hey, we just we just made you a little money. Honestly, it's kind of it's kind of gangster. They were like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> thanks to us, you have all this business now. Yeah, dude. Honestly, Maybe, I like uh, it. That sounds like some mafia shit. And I'm down. With it. Give us a cut. <laughs> this is cold hard capitalism right here. No, it's it's just I just thought it was an interesting conversation in terms of uh, where the industry is going to be going, and if the shit. Well, I'm waiting for the. Bubble to bu- burst right now. I don't That's think it'll it. burst. I think it'll just branch into other things like AMC. Like evolve. Already starting it. Um, and who knows? I mean, like I, I saw the AMC's idea is like you pay 20 a month and you can see three a week, which is a lot. I'm not going to fucking see more than that probably. And and it includes IMAX, 3D. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck yeah, about And you can 3D. purchase them online. Oh, and you can purchase them online, so you don't have that hassle of like where I'm, I. I like, might do both. No, I'm just kidding. I probably <laughs> wouldn't do both, but then again, it would cancel Hulu. Honestly, I would do both. Actually, it would come out. Of, I would come out ahead. Yeah, you would. Because exactly. if I want to go see an indie film in Angelica, exactly, and then I want to see Blade Runner twenty forty nine in IMAX, I could. You know, it probably is cheaper in the long run. So honestly, the subs- subscription 
base model has like injected its way into like literally every facet well, when of you think lives. about it hulu we, and netflix are competitors but i have both you yeah know? I have like, both. dude every every aspect of our lives have a subscription base program now that's the, the new that's like the, the new thing way i saw on instagram the other day where you pay it was like sixty dollars a month or thirty dollars a month for like laundry service where like they come to you that you with this bag that you have, they pick it up and you yeah. get it back in a few hours. That's the hot new thing. That's because it, it's it's a good uh, model. You it have works. cash rolling in, you get the uh, benefit of people forgetting That's, not to uh, use their shit, was, and they still get charged. It's, all started about the gym, the gyms in America in the early nineties, late eighties. Everybody's taking that model. They're making their money from these people who don't eventually go. Just that's, sign and that's, up. And I think that's what Movie Pass was like betting on. Like they were hoping there's those people that go. Well, what it is because going out to the movies is kind of like uh, I don't feel like leaving. And like it's like the gym. It's like ooh, I, I can't wait to get fit. Um, they have all this shit, and then you're like, I gotta go there and I gotta exert myself. <laughs> and they never cancel their plan. Yeah, they exactly. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna go. We'll Yet go. the gym is still getting new customers to fill that space regardless. Dude, yeah, that's genius. While the model. people are still paying are sitting at home. <laughs> I'd like to know the numbers on yeah. well, how people. Well, Movie Pass is losing money left and right. They still haven't broke even yet. Well, that's probably what this concession thing is about. And I think that's a profit finally. Yeah, to finally start making a profit. Because They're coming I don't for think, your ass. Because <laughs> right now, uh, they don't know how much longer they oh can Oh my God, how funny it would it be if they cancel Movie Pass and AMC, like everything, all their business just goes away. To be honest, though, I mean, I'm not rolling in dough, but I don't care about going back to just buying tickets. We were doing that anyways. Yeah. It we hurt, did, We though. did that, did that for hurt. a whole year. I know, but it hurt. Oh, yeah, it does. It, I mean, not really, because I was able... I usually just hit up matinee screenings. Yeah, but it was inconvenient in that sense that I would have to plan around having to go at, at 11 a.m. where the tickets yeah. are $8. I do think people bitch a lot, though. Uh, two weeks ago, when I, were, I think I wasn't able to see a movie because Movie Pass was down, and I went to Twitter... And uh, they posted their experiences, some um, difficulties and some network issues. And people are like, what is this? And I'm outside. I'm physically outside Williamsburg Theater. And there's a whole bunch of, I don't mean to be stereotypical, but a um, whole bunch of white people outside. Um, <laughs> a lot oh, of white. On lot, the phone? Yeah, on the phone. <laughs> oh and also, high. I heard yeah. some guy was My like, movie? some guy literally said out loud to his Asian girlfriend, some white dude, typical. Hey. He's like, um, he said to himself, this is why I want to quit movie pass every day. Like, dude, it was down for oh two God. hours. You privileged mother... Dude, yeah, that's, the, that's right. the weirdest thing. I mean, I thing. catch myself doing it, too. I was, like, trying to hack it It when was I down didn't for two to. hours. People could, are outside could, the theater. Like, call the movie pass. I complain about the little inconveniences where I have to take a stupid photo, but I would never say I'll quit it because it is, like, dude, the fucking best deal in the there world. Was, there was a hashtag for it, and if you go on, if you clicked on it, it was a bunch of people spewing hate about movie pass, like, how the reason it was down and shit. I'm like, dude. Like, people dude, like just people chill out like for dr- two hours. Dr- uh, what they dude, call it, I'll tell hoops. you what though. There is one flaw and bug in their system right now. Um, when I check into a movie, right before it says, "Make sure to take a picture of your movie stub," and then it doesn't ask you for the camera button, and then it asks you when you go back in. But when you go back in, and it says, "Here, take a picture of your ticket," you can't upload a photo. Like you can't just. I couldn't upload my yeah. photo that I had already taken. So I had to send it to her, take a picture of her screen, and send it back to them. That like, what the fuck? But anyways, still saving a grand a year. Yeah. Write that shit off. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. Let's play the game. Oh, we're playing the game. Yeah, we gotta we gotta wrap this shit up. I get to pick the loser. <sighs> yeah, you shouldn't, but we'll play along. I didn't say anything for that uh, for that discussion. Yeah, yeah you, you looked like you were just uninterested. <laughs> You have nothing to say, right? Eh, I'm pretty uninterested in it. 
Um, Harvey's like, I don't give a fuck. I, just, I don't know. Harvey's above it. Unless what like MoviePass is what it, what they're doing is like illegal or unethical, I don't think anybody should be complaining or making videos about it, saying it's ruining ruining like, theaters. That's like well, that, well, it's, that's, ca- it's capitalism. I mean, they yeah, came up Amazon. with an idea and they're capitalizing off of it. Yeah. I mean, what, what are you mad about? Yeah, Amazon put out millions. Was this of guy white businesses? In yeah. The video. Yeah. <laughs> like I said earlier, and this is your god at work, bitch. Your god, god at work, work, bitch. It's capitalism, man. It's literally what happens. You know? That's what you get. You know, you get all these options and yeah. that's what happens. Let's play the game. I'm gonna roll first. Sean This is the game called Rolling of the Twelve Sided Die. We roll twelve sided die. Roll of the highest number gets to assign a movie to the roll of the lowest number. Sean No, last, we're not doing it. Oh yeah, that's the old way. That's we the old way. Now the loser of last week picks the movie. Even though to Sean didn't watch the movie. Um was that your roll? Yeah, eight. I got an eight. I got an eight as well. Steve? Steve, uh, roll lower than an eight so we don't have to have a roll off. Roll well, we still have to have a roll off. No, right? not if he rolls. Oh, no, no, no. That's low. right. Yeah. Five. Steve lost. All right, Steve. You better pay up. I already got a movie for Steve. Nice. What's I've What's always that? wanted Steve to watch this movie. Me and Harvey are big fans of it. I'm going to give you Under the Skin. Oh, okay. oh he's never seen it? No, yeah. Even I've seen it. Wow. Cool. Yeah, you this know. is a. Yeah, this is probably like top 10. Like sci-fi, sci-fi horrors from the vault. Shit time. on it so well, man. I think it's up your alley, man. That's a great I think it movie. is. <laughs> it's definitely up your alley. Nice. Yeah. All right, I'm down. I've. Uh, that's perfect. All I know is I couldn't every, understand those people. Every time Scotland. I meet someone like new or something like that, and then under the skin happens to come up, I have to have like a 30 minute conversation about yeah, it. Every once to see it, what um, they think about it. Like last month, and I picked up uh, some new things. I'll discuss when you. This All movie right. definitely deserves like 12 rewatches. Yeah, it's for it's for great. nuances. It's so good. Right, There's cool. one inter- one fact about the movie you should know. Um, not a spoiler or anything like that, but uh. There's a scene where she's like just driving up to men and asking them questions if she was basically want to get in the van, and those are real candid people. Oh really? Yeah. And they after no the wonder I couldn't understand them, a word they fucking said. Which is kind of cool. Like imagine Scarlett Johansson pulls up to you in a van. She's like, "You want to get in?" Surprising, a lot of guys said no. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you can be married with kids, but I just want to see where she's taking me. Steve yeah. already <laughs> had his dick out. We yeah. do this. <laughs> hey, Oma. All right, that's it for us. Enjoy that, Steve. I, I'm actually interested to hear what you say about that one. Yeah. Um, that yeah, it for us? That's it for us. Check us out. Like I said, leave us a review if you liked the episode. We had some... Uh, this <laughs> this episode is very uh, banter-heavy. We, we we talked a lot of messy uh, stuff about Skyscraper and MoviePass, so I apologize for that, but I hope you guys got something out of it. And, uh, yeah, check Never us out. Never apologize, Tom. <laughs> Never. You're right. Confidence is key. Uh, Instagram. You just you're so easy. Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes, master. Instagram. Do the right film underscore podcast. We're on Facebook. You can interact with us there. Everything's on our website at do the right film dot com. We're also on Twitter. You know, if you want to tweet us something, slide into those DMs if you want to. Our our domain's about to expire. Our domain's about to expire. (laughs) Venmo us domain money. Yeah, we need domain money, so uh, we'll we'll get that. Do the right film at Venmo. <laughs> it's Venmo at Do the Right Film. All right, yeah, that's it for us. Um, donations are greatly appreciated. Just kidding, don't do that. Actually, do it, but don't. Um, we should yeah. send it to his personal account. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, skyscraper discussion, and you know, let us know if you think Movie Pass is shit.
Let us know if uh, we should set up a monthly plan for for the podcast. A subscription base. Yeah. <laughs> That's Patreon, That's bro. Patreon, basically. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Patreon is great. I love it. Actually, well, Patreon, you could like give money and shit like that, like willingly, right? No, I mean the idea is it's subscription. Like you set a yeah, certain like price. A monthly, monthly price. Like I actually pay for other podcasts. Really? Yeah. Oh, Two later. I've right. done that. Yeah, as well. yeah, that's it for us, guys. Thanks for listening. Any uh, words from the the rest of you folks over here at the table? No. Uh, live your best life. Uh, and uh, I think we need a catchphrase. Aim for the stars. Aim for the stars. Easily. I can hit that shit so easily. I'm a dirty cloud.